The dick sucking lips. The dick sucking lips. The D S L. <laughs> no way, man. Like everyone else sucks her dick. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking ten inch clit. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should leave that in or not. <laughs> Probably leave that out. <laughs> oh my god, it's almost midnight. Once the ball drops, we'll have another year of Wii Power Hour content to look forward to. But first, I need to find someone to kiss at midnight. I'll ask the guys who they're going to kiss. Hey, uh, Matt, who are you going for tonight? Um, I hope I can get Aubrey Plaza. Nice, nice. From Parks and Rec, right? Yep. Okay, cool, 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 cool. I I'm going to ask some other guys who they're going to kiss. Oh, Lance, over here, over here. Hey, uh, who are you smacking lips with on when the ball drops? Oh, well, um, she's... She's right here. <laughs> okay. Okay. Lance, Lance just kissed him so far. I'm going to move on. All right. Kai, 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 Kai. Dude, 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 dude. Did you find someone to yeah. do the dance with at midnight? Of course. My hentai tensai shoujo Christina. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Whew. It is finally New Year's. Well, it's actually not New Year's. It's like December 30th for you guys. But uh, happy New Year, everyone. Uh, this is the final episode of the We Power Hour for 2020. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around with us. Uh, look forward to plenty of more content in uh, 2021. We have a lot of things uh, in the works that we're... Uh, trying to get everything together to work on so uh please look forward to that um and let's uh let's just jump into this episode this is episode uh 18 there's gonna be a very meaty episode there's a lot of shit to go through uh but first we'll hit it up with the media roundup of the week this is the segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of the top 10 anime ranking board um uh first up we'll do akadama drive uh, we're gonna do. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> we're gonna do both <laughs> episodes eleven and the final episode twelve, um, just to get it all done done with. Uh, so, uh, for Lance and for Kai, fuck you, Matt. Uh, how do you guys feel <laughs> about the season finale of Akadama Drive, and how do you guys feel about the season overall? Lance, what did you think? Aya, Aya, Aya. <laughs> Aya, Aya. It was so good. What? It is so good. This show was like such a dark horse. Like our rankings were like, oh yeah, it looks eh. And then we actually watch it and it's just, this has been like such a highlight for me. Like this whole fall season. Like, honestly, I'm so upset that we did not put this in our top 10 anime. I'm never going to live that down. Like, <laughs> like, so before this podcast, we literally watched the trailer that we watched when we uh, picked out the 10 animes. And holy shit, the trailer is actually terrible. Yeah. Like, okay. You don't know anything about the I story. get it. <laughs> the trailer was bad. So we we're like, oh, yeah, it looks meh. <laughs> but man. Oh, man, it was so good. And you and and the crazy part is that like 
our cutoff point uh, for the for the voting for last season were fourteen points. So you all get each get five points each, one through five. Um, and Akadama Drive came in at thirteen. Like, if if Matt or Kai had scored a little bit higher, it would have made it to the to the cutoff point, and then we could have like potentially have voted it in. That's how close we were having Akadama Drive in there. That's how close. Man, it's, it, if you did not watch this anime, it's like, okay, so my opinion about animes recently is that there's so many animes that don't end in one season. One, like in one, in one 12 episode sitting, you know? Yeah. And it's always like, oh, we'll maybe make a sequel, perhaps, you know, one, we don't know. But we'll, we'll leave it as a cliffhanger because, you know, the manga is still going or light novel is still going or something. But, like, because this was, like, an original work, right? It was an original mm-hmm. anime yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Like, like, the anime ends at 12 episodes and it ends well. On a high yeah. note. Absolutely. It ends it has very a good ending. well. Yeah. 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 Like, the whole story wraps up and you're like, wow, that was a good anime. <laughs> that's oh, pretty rare shit man yeah, yeah it's, it's not we don't see that anymore like well, fucking man like, well you don't see much other... original anime to begin with you know like it's it's tough yeah. to like get that green bit and get that to happen like I think I saw a video I think Joey the anime man uh, he did a video recently where he was like working at a or not working but he did like a deep dive into like a anime studio Cloverworks and he asked them i thought it was a really interesting question like how long does it take for an original work to like come about and he says it takes like a year at least so like like the planning process takes like double the amount of time it would be just to get a source of material from like a light novel or a manga or anything like that or a game so um but yeah props to them props props to uh uh the 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 original writer like he he really like he he knew what he wanted he saw the goal uh and he he accomplished it and if the rumors are true uh that that akadama drive uh is getting a sequel and is already greenlit uh late 2021 is the supposed release date for akadama drive season two so you know that blows me away that they would make another season of that i would definitely watch because uh i mean like uh, we compare it a lot to Danganronpa but that's because I mean the spirit of it is it really is very it really is similar like you have a bunch of really amazing characters that uh, there's like a single concept that defines them and then you just throw them into the same room together and then they just build a narrative so it's easy to make a sequel of that you you could you just make new characters um, new concepts new skills sets that they might have um but i'm surprised about 2021 like that's next year it's coming right up i'm surprised that they uh are gonna come come out with another one that soon yeah well because that's the thing like uh akadama has already been delayed once it was supposed to happen the previous season uh yeah this fall season so like i feel like they've already had like this idea that uh they've already wanted to like keep going with the season two like i get you know what this guy's done three dog and robo games so it's like you know he has like a lot of like credibility to his name and i'm sure whatever he showed them on his like uh his original screenplay that they were just like holy shit that's pretty pretty fucking awesome because he he this guy has no problem killing people 
I think that's what I like the most about it is the fact that like these characters they don't overextend their welcome. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have like a they perfect don't have plot start armor. to ending. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely the biggest strength of um uh oh his name was um uh Kobata I think I'm gonna help uh writer um oh kodaka uh kodaka, the thing about kodaka yeah. is um uh, well you see it throughout all of the games he makes and then also with akudama of course uh he knows when he understands when it's time for a character to die when yeah. it's time for them to uh the best way to use their death and for it to have like a really lasting impact for the, the rest of the narrative uh, so i really do respect him for uh being able to understand like how to use his characters yeah, because it feels like it's a natural state of progression, right? Like, just like Kai said, um, there's no plot armor with, like, these characters, you know? Like, if they have to die, they die for a good reason. They're not just dying just a shock value or anything like that. Yeah, it's of like, course, it, they do do that, but there's, like, more to it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a purpose. There's a story that they're trying to tell with someone's death. And, um, and it's not just in Akadama Drive, but, like, like me and Lance, especially since we're doing, like, the weave after our on dog and ropa you know like it's the same like that same feeling like every time someone dies or there's like something that happens there's always a reason behind it there's always a huge story behind it and you yeah connect with these characters and you connect with the ideas even better uh because of it so um i'm really excited to see a uh, season two uh i just assume yeah like lance has said you know fucking six or seven new akadamas or whatever or like uh yeah. people that can help these kids uh because like in the end we still actually don't know a lot about these kids other than yeah even though immortal the, stuff the story yeah. that they're telling that is contained within this first season was concluded you can there's so many questions you can see that there are questions that could be answered that could make a second season mm -hmm. um i think uh the big one is I want to check with you guys too about um, some loose ends that could have been wrapped up in the ending. Was what happened to Pupil? Did we actually see what happened to her after the riots broke out? Pupil. Well, what happened was the, the right the last scene that we saw of her was that little girl that shot the guy. Yeah. So she restrained yeah, yeah, the little yeah. girl, and then the riots broke out, and I don't think we saw her again after that. Exactly. Yeah. They were just like kill all the executioners and all that kind of shit. Yeah. So maybe she becomes like an important character next season. I can right? see that. I can mm -hmm. see her, um, the narrative actually going from her point of view because I always felt that way about her is that she's a character that, well, a lot of the characters, um, I think that's kind of Kodaka's like writing style too is he makes sure that if he introduces a, um, a main character or a character that uh, we follow that uh, if they were taken out of the story, they could be the protagonist of their own story. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like Pupil could easily have a, a second season, like from her point of view, and possibly meeting, reuniting, or uh, encountering the the children again, or um, encountering more Akudamas, or even yeah. Uh, I had like this wild thought, like her becoming her own Akudama. I think uh, I think that would I wouldn't say like she becomes her own Akadama, but I think she will help the children out because I think that last scene with the the kid and she was like my parents they were the nicest people like why did you kill the nicest people in the world like yeah. they didn't deserve that I think that kind of like, like she was shocked hit, by that so yeah it kind of hit her so, in, in a point where it's like oh shit maybe maybe my job isn't as yeah as the justice I'm as I thought for. it would be. 
aren't the people I want to be working for. Mm -hmm. So, um, like, if if she does survive the massacre, which I mean, like, it looked like everyone was going to get fucking yeeted. Yeah. Um, in Kansai, so like, like honestly, where do we go from from here? You know, like all of Kansai is gone, all of Kanto is gone. Like, are we, yeah, like Hokkaido? Are we going to Hokkaido next? Like, where are we going, <laughs> no, boys? We're going to uh, Shikoku right now. So, okay, see uh, the southern Japan. Oh, yeah. so yeah, the the kids wound up in their new destination. So that was um, that was uh, part of the GPS uh, location that yeah, hacker was able to yeah. get them at the end, yeah. uh, like the yeah. couple episodes ago. So, uh, yeah, let's just see what happens man but so i have like a huge question personally my unanswered question of that series <laughs> is uh <laughs> you know the shark kun and bunny chan whatever <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. That, okay the, cause they were, the whole time uh, i guess they were like uh, i thought it was too like propaganda right mm-hmm. yeah well, they were like, they were propaganda and also feeding were. the lore uh to us yeah. uh, viewers right right and so they were talking they were you know you would think it's Mm, 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 pro-government right and then but it was the wasn't it the tvs the yeah the last bit they were like telling everyone to uh, the executioner they actually literally they turned on the for the whole like season they were like spewing propaganda oh obey the the government obey the executioners the um this is what happened and this is why um uh, Kansai is the way it fucked is. Fucked up. Yeah. 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 Um, and this is why it's okay for it to be fucked up because this is uh, this is the war that happened. Um, is it just because of the hacker that it, be, it did that thing? I think that it was uh, who I think there's like maybe a media outlet in Kansai that, you know, is has the government has their thumb on and then they saw an opening in all this riot and they're like Hey, you know all that stuff mm-hmm. we were saying about the government being great? Fuck all that. This is the truth. We fucking hate them. And, mm-hmm. um, like, everyone, go nuts. Yeah, like, and, al- and also to, like, piggyback off of that, I feel like because this war is so fucked up, right? We already see Kansai being a fucking, like, outlaw city. And then Kanto being this weird, like, dystopia of, like, sci-fi and shit like you that. you guys that, watch like, Nier, uh, or you guys know about the game Nier? automata automata yeah yeah automata um yeah that's totally like the idea exactly like, this hive, right this, yeah. like, ridiculously like fantasy technological place where it's just like a hive mind mm-hmm. uh, like so far removed from what we understand as humanity like ascended yeah so i feel like all this crazy stuff there has to be like this like rebellion group somewhere right and like i feel mm-hmm. like with the propaganda like the shark and the bunny like maybe like they were they're part of this like rebellion like this rebel alliance but obviously they couldn't do anything because uh the executioners like had everything uh wrapped up and they yeah, couldn't they have it on but the moment moment swindler was able to do her last window and like turn the whole city upside down yeah like, they were like okay like now we're in and now like I'm wondering if that GPS coordinates is like maybe like one of their home bases of the Rebel Alliance, maybe. Uh, and now we can join up and then meet like other people who are like this world, this this whole Japan is fucked up and we're here to save it kind of thing. Um, I don't know. As, I that guess that's like a idea. big schemer of things, but like I, I like fuck. Uh, who knows, man? There's t- there's too many routes this uh this can go. I can't like I don't really I, it's hard to pinpoint what it could possibly be so yeah 
I remember what sold me to not watch Akudama Drive was that Peter <laughs> said that it was very dark and similar to Akamega Kill. That's what it seemed like when I watched it because I watched the first episode before and then Cutthroat was obviously in that first episode and then he was like cutting people's necks off so I like thought it was going to be as gory as that but oh, okay. I know for sure after watching the first three weeks or three episodes I told you it's like hey it's not as gory as it would be it's very more like cyberpunk but it's still like has some really good fight scenes I remember telling you that and you told me yeah, you were going to watch it I remember that yeah you told me that and Man. I was like okay and Moriarty too Man. yeah and you're like yeah 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 yeah. and then what you did you watched Monsters <laughs> all 75 episodes <laughs> twice in back to back I know you watching back to back yep so Man. don't pin it on me don't pin it on me motherfucker I'm watching you <laughs> alright alright uh, uh, we'll move on from Akadama Drive we can probably go for like a whole fucking podcast episode uh, oh, yeah. talking about how amazing oh, Akadama yeah. oh, was oh yeah um, but we'll move on. We still got a lot of stuff to talk about. Uh, we'll, so we'll move on to uh, Moriarty the Patriot. This is also uh, the season finale of uh, Moriarty. It is taking a break this season. Uh, and then coming back into the spring, uh, it would do the back half of uh, its 24 episodes. So, uh, Lance, how did you feel about the season finale? I, I didn't realize it was a season finale as far as like a <laughs> yeah. way to let leave off i was like oh that's it like uh usually uh like this the mid-season finale should be at least like introduce like a major cliffhanger or a turning point mm -hmm. for the narrative mm -hmm. but really it was kind of like almost like the uh i guess like the first step in the new um dynamic that we're going to have between sherlock and moriarty which is like them uh finally like playing mind games with each other or at least like 5d uh, chess like yeah they're playing 5d chess with each other yeah um but then it just ends there which i, I know there's gonna be more to come but i, I was expecting a maybe like one I need more something episode. like get me excited for like the second half of the season you know yeah. like i was hoping for like something like big reveal or like a, like a big mystery yeah or something with like more stakes or more bite to it for mm -hmm. like the final mm -hmm. season like this one literally was oh moriarty and sherlock steamroll this poor <laughs> train conductor <laughs> uh, train um yeah. train bell, bellman guy who just gets fucked <laughs> yeah like, absolutely they don't stand, he doesn't not stand chance against the two of them working together which, yeah i mean that is like fan service in a way just to, um give us a taste of sherlock and moriarty um just big braining it out together like bros but um as far as like the mid-season episode i wasn't like too blown away from it i think i was more blown away by um uh sherlock's standalone episode where he uh chooses not to shoot um uh hope and mm, so yeah. that uh it, i feel like that might have been a better like way a better spot to leave off on yeah and then maybe sure. we start season two with uh sherlock and moriarty on the train and then like um getting to know each other more yeah i i i could definitely agree to that because like sherlock was like going crazy like he was literally like going like mentally insane because he just like couldn't figure out like why this happened and like who the mastermind behind is and i feel like that would have been a very like interesting way to leave off like sherlock yeah. just not being sherlock 
and then like in season two he's still like crazy and you're like oh how is he gonna get out of this he's gonna figure out moriarty was the one who set it all up and it's just like this is all these like questions for him but uh i don't know they yeah. just kind of like play patty cake with each other and then it's just like okay we're done it's like, yeah okay. and uh lewis established that yes he is the yandere which i mean i think i got that absolutely hot yandere so it's yeah. all good <laughs> um but uh yeah so <laughs> oh excuse me sorry bless okay. you uh but yeah so uh that is the final uh episode moriarty we would definitely pick pick that back up in the springtime i don't know if it's gonna make into the top 10 for spring um hopefully it does because spring is a very like weak season uh looking at uh early early release dates for them don't but, don't uh, know if it's gonna make into spring season are you fucking crazy <laughs> Who don't knows, even, dude? We don't didn't even, even put. Say, don't say that. Don't even think that. It's we didn't even put Akadama Drive in the fucking like top ten for this Look, season. I've only had Moriarty for eleven episodes, but if anything happened to it, I would kill everyone in this room and then myself. <laughs> I can't. I can't wait for a Springs voting session, dude. Because I. Oh I my feel goodness, like If I see any of you guys like dip below like four five one one five, I will, I will go nuts. <laughs> It's a fucking fuck you, Lance. Like, um, do this for I, me. If, if nothing else, do for me. I, I I don't know. We'll get on to the later of the show, but I think like our new top ten for the winter season, it, like like destroys our fall season uh, top ten. So I think we voted way better this time around. So I, I hope, hope so. Let's we hope did. so. Yeah, but we'll I see how it goes. We said that so. last time. We did. So, <laughs> we absolutely did. Like I'm pretty sure we looked at each other and we were like, "This is it, guys. Uh, we did a good job." Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. We're gonna be stuck with this for the next twelve weeks. Oh yeah, man, we were stuck but, uh, with it. I think was like the real. Like, I'm so the glad. Like, I'm so it proud really of ourselves. On me. Like, oh my god. Uh, we'll we'll definitely we'll we'll, we'll definitely uh, venture into that uh, final uh, top ten board for the fall season. But uh, oh yeah, one last one last show before the media roundup is done. Attack on Titan, uh, episode four. Uh, this is the part where uh, Aaron finally uh, comes face to face with Reiner at the end. Yeah. Uh, but how'd you guys wow, feel? Spoiler. You you watched the show. You know spoilers <laughs> no, are gonna happen. For like, yeah. So everybody at home, just <laughs> I know it's a little bit late, but just so you know, spoilers if you haven't watched a new episode, because obviously we're yeah. talking about the new the new episodes. That just we came always out. talk about new episodes. That's every, all we talk about. Every description has been, "Hey, there are spoilers." Our friend right now is in a different like Discord chat because he hasn't watched Attack on Titan yet, and he didn't want to get spoiled with us talking about it right now. <laughs> so he's literally watching it. I'm looking at the Discord. So I see it. I see it. Yeah. So so, yeah okay Ooh, spoilers it's Aaron. Mm-hmm. even though you guys fucking knew that from last week so yeah um, except for me apparently I didn't fucking there, know so there have to be Peters out there who like just saw Aaron at the end and Reiner's like Aaron, and then he's like what <laughs> that could have been <laughs> you if you didn't have us yeah that's true honestly I wouldn't mind you guys spoiling it for me because We Power Hour is my favorite podcast to listen to every Wednesdays <laughs> So. mine too make sure to follow Wait. us and like and subscribe for more and also follow us on social media so lance uh doesn't get pissed at me every single day i'm wondering why <laughs> no one follows our fucking instagram and our twitter because uh, he salty. hates it he absolutely hates it. why are you guys liking my post you don't follow me come on man don't blue ball me like that holy shit <laughs> all right all right 
But your thoughts on, oh, yeah. on episode four of Attack on Titan. How'd you guys feel about the festival? How'd you guys feel about the whole buildup to the end of the episode? Uh, we'll uh, go with Matt first. Yeah, Matt. I, I felt like it was just a talking episode. Like, yeah. I was hoping like maybe the Aaron and Reiner thing happened sooner instead of the next mm. episode. But like it, it, it like teased their ball sack a little bit, right? Because now this is like now like oh I gotta watch next week. I gotta know what like what's gonna happen next. Yeah, because no, no, you're I, introduced to Aaron already like in the last episode. So I was like he's gonna do something this episode, right? But he didn't really do anything until the end. Hmm. Well, I felt like um, it was kind of an episode to be. Um, it was kind of like the calm before the storm, and the storm being Aaron meeting up with Reiner at the very end. Um. I thought it was uh, a good episode for setting up because not only do we see like uh, Reiner and the kids like goofing around and having fun, which, you know, it was nice to, to actually see them happy for once. Like I, I was wondering if we'd ever get to see that uh, or see Reiner actually, you know, enjoy life, yeah, enjoy being <laughs> alive. Um, yeah. it, we also saw Aaron uh, get to talk with it was his technically his grandfather um so grisha's grisha's father so yeah his grandfather um and i thought that was kind of interesting that so not only is aaron i mean masquerading as a one-legged um one-legged hobo uh, uh, hobo, i guess no (laughs) he's like a wounded soldier uh Yeah. yeah a war vet but um he's also like taking time to like get to know he got to know falco and now he's getting to know his um his grandfather who he never ever um got to know who who uh only knows like the marlian territory he doesn't Do you know think anything he about knows paradise. that's his his grandpa like it's, uh, it has does. to be obvious right because he he well, introduced himself as dr jaeger. i think jaeger, as soon as he yeah. said jaeger and he also gave like another hint saying like his son is a doctor i think aaron pretty much knew like oh this is my grandfather exactly because he has his memories of his dad right like yeah that's so, all like yeah, in his head that's now. right yeah so if he has uh he he pretty much proved that he fully has his father's memories now which uh because he named himself the the name that he goes by in the marlin territory is uh kruger who is um yeah uh, the the original owner of um aaron's titan um so yeah yeah he would know that that's his grandfather so i thought it was very interesting to see aaron just kind of getting to know the what should have been his home basically yeah what his family and everything could have been yeah and then to see him meet up with reiner and falco was just such a goody goody aaron boy oh (laughs) reiner come over here and talk to this one-legged hobo in the dark scary basement (laughs) (laughs) and reiner's like okay all right. Uh, yeah. So I think Reiner's an idiot for like who? Why would he just follow this kid to like some sketchy? Well, I mean, he knows Falco. So to, he loves Falco. He's like, yeah, Falco's like a little brother to him, so he's still, probably like, oh, still. Falco's just being a goofy kid. He's probably gonna scare me or something. Oh, he did scare me. It's a fucking Aaron. <laughs> It's like, where are we going, Falco? Like, maybe I've never been here before. You sure this is okay? You know. Like, well, yeah, but sure. then, like, I don't know. Like, you, like he trusts him so much because, like, Falco and all of them remind him of Aaron guys back when they were kids. Yeah, so he has no reason so. to think Falco found Aaron. Found Aaron, <laughs> yeah. In like, the basement. like, what possibility that? would that be? Yeah, so. that's a. 
it's just I don't know. Fal- I I don't know. Falco's the idiot because like, come on. I think Falco's like, the idiot. If some <laughs> random yeah. war vet was like, "Hey, I need to talk to Reiner," doesn't that like it's like like brain signals like, in your uh, head like oh why do you want to see why? one of our titans right like if he asked for anyone else like you know what i mean like let, let me just see joe schmo from the fucking like uh, uh the weapon shop and be like okay cool yeah i'll get joe schmo but like one of your titans yeah the one of your like titan? prominent like, titans okay. yeah okay sure whatever falco dumb fuck <laughs> so all right but anything else any uh what do you guys uh well actually well i just asked matt this but what do you think uh reiner and uh aaron are going to talk about in the next episode i don't know after watching the, the preview i assume it's like i don't know it, the title was like declaration of war or something like that so i think shit's gonna happen <laughs> okay Right. <laughs> I feel like I think it's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you wanna know what I think is gonna happen? No, because you already know what's gonna happen. No, I so. don't. I, I I'm already happy with the fact that like you didn't realize that was uh his grandpa and that we had to like go back a couple episodes to like confirm. It was kind of a small uh, detail. A I do remember that from the manga, but yeah, that I totally forgot about that. So I was kind of surprised when I saw that. Yeah, that made me like a little bit happy. It was like, okay. Okay, there's a little bit of detail that Mr. Lance Attack on Titan. It's because of Isayama, you like we were saying, it's fucking art style. Everyone looks the same. <laughs> exactly. So I was like, who is this old fuck? Like, is this like some random dude? When I was reading the manga and now I watch the anime, I was like, oh, oh yeah, yeah this, that's this is like Aaron's grandpa. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right, well, we'll definitely look forward uh to the next episode uh because shit's gonna happen mark matt's words so um but that is all the uh media roundup that we have for the week uh please let us know down in the comments below if there's a show that you want to watch and i will definitely watch it and try to convince any of these guys to watch it and then uh they won't watch it so nope. uh, good luck and godspeed <laughs> um but now we're gonna move on to the final anime ranking board for the fall season uh this is the segment where we chose 10 anime before the season started uh and we rank them one through ten every week uh and let you guys know what we think about it and uh finally 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 we are completely done uh with the fall season we have watched every single episode uh on this 10 uh some of them we regret watching and some of them we enjoyed uh to the very end and uh this ranking board is a culmination of the season as a whole it's not just the final episode of that season but what we thought of the season as a whole so um let's uh as always we're gonna start on the bottom uh and hey man if if you're a long time listening to the show you know what's down there uh, (laughs) it is you know, you, you know, I don't even have to say it. You guys know, but I'll say it anyway, because I hate this show. It's uh, Our Last Crusade or The Rise of a New World uh, came in at number 10. Uh, looking at our final votes for them, I believe. I don't I don't know why I'm looking at it, but uh, 10th place across the board. Whoop the fucking dude. Hey, congratulations, Last Crusade. Hey, don't you dare put that on this 10th place Abs- trash. Absolutely. I believe that like last crusade couldn't even hit double digit points for like 
nine nine or ten weeks straight like it's all been below like it's like six seven points so um yeah so last crusader rise of the world came in at number 10 uh the highest is ever peaked in any of uh, the weeks uh was fourth place and that was at the very initial start uh we we gave us we gave it like 18 points out of 20 and, it and that's not even place. that good because at the initial start wasn't this one like no wait this was a week uh delayed right yeah uh, kind of the way we watched it it was like kind of on the back side of our okay uh, i was gonna say that watch. we didn't even have all the other anime yet so it was even worse than that but no no okay. i, I, I mean like fourth place like okay. fourth place down. like as in uh like that was what we initially voted it in uh when we were oh. voting our top 10 that it was worse. actually fourth place <laughs> and it never scored higher than fourth place because it kept dropping slowly down the list um but yeah uh let's uh let's let's hear kai's first uh of his final thoughts about our last crusade dude even the final episode was terrible dude. <laughs> I mean, it's like wrong. okay no like you know like shit's happening you know they're like doing their special attack type of shit you know all the flashy shit that they put you know the the finale you know they but like i like what's going on i don't know these characters still i don't understand why this is going on still like i i, I you know i can't get attached to it to think oh man iska's doing something cool no like it's like oh shit's happening uh, it's, what is happening <laughs> but i also would like to mention the only reason why i gave it such high points when i initially voted because my man peter told me it's gonna be like Sword Art Online. Yo. Man, I was bamboozled by that, And was I man. fucking right? <laughs> I yeah. was absolutely Peter right was on the mark. Absolutely right. right. Wait, it wait, was wait like second. Sword Art Online. Wait, how dare you turn this against me? <laughs> Look, I blame literally every other anime watcher in the world. Um, I feel like the four of us are the only ones that are like not like in a Genji two, and we're not fucking like fooled by like how bad this anime man, is man this genju genjutsu of this level does not work on me <laughs> you, you <laughs> it's know, so bad but you know what they weren't lying when they when you know you were reading like people saying this is a good series because i think like the general consensus at large in the anime community is that this anime is actually pretty good we're the it only is. ones yeah are, like, like Technically, what I read was right, but yeah. it wasn't right for us. Yeah, it just was exactly. It was right, but it wasn't right for us. <laughs> it's just, uh, oh man. But um, fuck the general consensus. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like this whole season was just set up. Like I, I think we can all agree that nothing happened this season. Sig nothing significant happened. All we did was introduce a bunch of characters that we didn't get to know. Uh, introduce a bunch of villains that we have not defeated a single one. They're all still at large. And don't care about them. And we don't care about them. And Itsuka and Alice, they didn't even fucking kiss. So I'm I'm telling happened. you, Lance. I'm telling you, when we were watching it, the final episode, I'm telling you, a season two is coming. No, season that's the only two is coming. No Absolutely. anime studio worth worth their salt would make a season purposely incomplete and not have plans to make a second season to follow it up yeah. with yeah like i just like the way it ended just like it's so, it's impossible to think there won't be more 
and yeah the public wants it i like me and lance like went down the comment section yeah. and to see like how people felt about this season like 90 percent we of them were like can't wait for season two hope there's a season two this was so good and yeah maybe, like, t- the other 10 percent were like oh it was okay not yeah not single one were like oh man this thing was shit. sucks yeah this is doggy Dude. Yeah. <laughs> great animation, great characters. Iska and Alice are fucking bays. I think like the are most like a flopped outward <laughs> couple go. Oh god. <laughs> but yeah, uh, it just man, and I hate the fact that like I was so like I'm still invested on episode twelve just because I'm so flabbergasted by like what like I'm trying to answer any question. Any possible question that I've had this whole season, and I just couldn't even come close to. No, you didn't get any her. answers. In fact, we got more questions. Like uh, Alice's yeah. older sister is not even not your older real. sister. Apparently, yeah. she's like a like a spy, possibly, or like a, a doppelganger. Yeah, who's the masked man? Is it Iska's brother? Man? He looks thought, exactly like Iska. I think like it's Iska's brother because he doesn't use magic. He teleports, but I mean that could just be that he's really fast. Really fast, yeah. And he's just pretending to be a mage. He doesn't use any spells. <laughs> All right, let's stop talking about it. It's already boring. Well, we don't need to talk uh, about it. I just want to leave off that if you are fans of Last Crusade, rest easy because there will be a second season. I that is the Lance Matsumoto promise to you that it is, <laughs> there's going to be a second season. So rest easy. I, we won't rest watch it. Easy. We definitely would not care about it. Don't you, you dare come to this fucking podcast and tell us we need to watch Last Crusade. It would not get better. I would not believe you. You can show me clips, and I think it'll be fucking photoshopped or fake. There's no <laughs> absolute possible way that it's better. So, uh, but from one bad anime to another bad anime, uh, number nine. Yasahime, Princess Half Demon. Oh, baby, uh, can it be <laughs> the biggest highest, letdown of Lance's life? <laughs> the highest peak has ever gotten was sixth place. And I believe that was like in week three or four that it hit sixth place. Um, and that th- this is the only anime that hasn't like come close to like scratching the top five uh, at all in any week of the uh, of the of the power rankings so um we're that badge of shame with honor yashahime <laughs> you have broken mine and every other inuyasha fan's heart let's start shame with matt because i know lance is gonna eat up the rest of the clock here <laughs> matt your final thoughts on yashahime well just like you know how people fans of boruto just want to see like sasuke and naruto Mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to see Sashomaru and Inuyasha, but we didn't even get that. You got in the first episode. I but think. That was a flashback, dude. That's a flashback, bro. <laughs> it's not that even thing, fucking... That flashback didn't even go long in the first episode. <laughs> that was confusing. I still I, I still don't really understand that flashback in the first episode, but yeah. Uh, how do you, Lance, how do you feel about the final uh, episode? Well, I guess not really final episode. It's still going, yeah, but yeah, like the it's final actually episode. Still continuing. It didn't even take a break. 12. It's still going to keep going. In fact, yeah, it's just that I'm I've jumped off this train and I am like not going to get back on. Um, didn't didn't last week you like uh, Matt said something like another character's coming back? Yeah, and you're like, well, shit, I gotta watch is, it. Um, gonna show up in the, the episode that aired um, or this week, is going to yeah. be airing. Yeah, um, but. You know, I, I'm just, I've lost so much faith in Yashihime that they can even make use of these characters properly <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> Damn. Um, as far as like this, this last episode, um, the last episode was the, uh, the new moon. Um, so 
yeah, they couldn't even execute literally the best episodes from the original Inuyasha properly. So, what does that say? If they can't do, if they can't match Inuyasha at its best, then all we can expect is more of the worst. The worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Well, there you go, folks. Two very big Inuyasha fans uh from the get-go they tried yashihime they're not trying it no more um and it's surprising to me like like the nostalgic value really hits heavy um because i like comparing our power rankings to the anime corner uh power ranking and yashihime came in at number 15 uh higher than ikibukuro uh Ikibukuro came in like at 23rd place and like higher than some other ones so it's really surprising to see that the nostalgic value is strong and it would like make people think that this show is good where like it's like i don't know like where is it good the only thing i like about it is the opening and endings and that's not even like saying something it's not so. even like good in like a oh it's a good song it's like good isn't like laughably bad in my yeah opinion. exactly well the okay, ending well, was pretty okay good. the ending actually the ending song this is actually quite nice the yeah. animation for the ending is dog shit absolute dog i keep comparing it like you shouldn't compare a child with its parent because that's not fair to the child but i just can't help it like how do you just fuck go, this child how do you just lose your way so bad like and it's gonna know. keep going indefinitely so uh i think matt said he'll keep watching it right matt when, when they show like one of the og characters again okay so he's not watching it anymore so uh no. we're probably never gonna talk about this ever again uh and uh yeah we're just gonna move on so uh at number eight sport climbing girls uh it has peaked at number one uh, oh my at the why? very beginning because we gave <laughs> it a cool 20 points and then it shot all the way down uh throughout the weeks uh <laughs> epic meme bro <laughs> climbing girls and last crusade have been fighting for like ninth and tenth spot uh over the past 12 weeks the competition was fierce um but finally it has landed in eighth place and uh we'll go with kai how'd you feel about the finale of sport climbing girls and the season you know, i actually put this uh ninth place yeah you did <laughs> Mm -hmm. I put this in ninth place, and when I opened the, the, the document today, I was surprised that it got eighth place. Like, I just I mean, hate Yashihime you know, more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't know, that's all. Uh, it's not anything drastic. You know, I think we just gave it too much of uh, high hopes for it because at the end of the day, it was about a girl that joins a rock climbing club and then she rock climbs and then uh you know she goes to a competition and she does good and you know what else can you expect from like a anime like this right i mean right. of course you, everyone everyone expects the cute stuff but i guess you know <laughs> yeah we just didn't get the cute stuff but you know it's a sports climbing a girls anime. <laughs> Look, I did not watch sports climbing girls for the climbing. Let me just get that straight. I watched sports climbing girls for the girls and it didn't even execute that properly. The animation <laughs> was like horrific. Well, uh, if you read the manga, uh, the art style is pretty janky. And so the anime actually did do a 
a little a bit better, better job. Yeah. But when you have the medium like anime, it's called animation because you want to see movement. <laughs> you want to see life in the show. And Sports Climbing Girl had still shots after still shots or about like three-fourths of it. Um, it, it was... It was a rough experience. Um, not a lot of joy. And what makes me mad, I think the only reason I put it in eighth place was because of this final episode. Because that was like... Yeah. That, that was like... That should have been the bar right there. The animation was actually a lot better. Uh, the tension was like a little bit tighter. Uh, and like all the characters are actually like getting a little bit interesting. Like, I know you hate Kurisu, but like she's a good antagonist to to the girls to the main climbing girls so like like everything was cultivating together to be like hey we're shit but we're like kind of a little bit better than shit so like yeah i i uh, wish that was like what we were looking for the whole season like that should have been the bar we were trying to clear but like we were setting the bar lower and lower every week and then we set it really high at the end i was just like well then that, that just looks bad yeah on your so end. I, you know, if this last episode was, you know, the standard for the rest of the season, I think it actually would have done pretty good. I think this yeah. would have been a pretty solid anime um, because this last episode just just blew all the other episodes out of the water. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, that said, I just wish it would. I just wish it had turned out that way because, yeah, the last episode was good. Yeah, like, I, I I feel disappointed in the fact that, like, I would like you guys to get to watch more, like, sports animes because I think they're one of, the, like, uh, underrated genres that a lot of people don't, like, give, uh, give a watch for just because, like, well, if I'm not into that sport, I'm not going to like it. And it's like, well, that's, like, the whole point. The anime is supposed to get you excited about that sport. Not for you to, like, get crazy and, like, play it, but just get you excited for it kind of thing. So, um, it really hurts that I was, like, Cause like this could have been one that like people get excited for and like people's like maybe i'll do rock climbing i don't know but uh it made people want to be fatter and fatter uh for the rest of their lives so kudos to you i across for making people fat across the world so uh but we'll move on uh to number seven on our list uh dragon quest dino daibokin uh this series is actually still ongoing uh but we finished at episode 12. Uh, the highest is ever peaked in uh, throughout the weeks was uh, third place. I believe that was the week that Avon uh, had his big battle with Hadlar, and that was a really amazing animation uh, battle. But um, we'll go with uh, Matt. How do you feel about uh, Dragon Quest's uh, final uh, episode and the season as a whole? Um, season as a whole, I actually watched the thirteenth episode, and I thought that was the best episode yet. So that's why Amen. I gave it. I gave it a fifth place in overall because Hyunkle is such a good character. Like his story <laughs> and his like what happens to him was just like really good like storytelling, I guess. Yeah. Um I'm very happy. A lot a lot of like old Dragon Quest fans aren't happy with how uh this series has been going because i guess the is not like too it's not like shot for shot like the original but um i'm really happy with how things are going uh yeah i also watched uh the next episode and i also agree best episode dragon quest has done yet like way better than uh hadlar versus avon the battle was great hyunko's like storyline uh was great and you just kind of like man 
where are the bad guys in this fucking show like every week we're like fucking like i'm, I'm looking i'm looking i don't see no bad guys here i only see <laughs> good nice, guys and like l- yeah less good guys like it's just like man everyone is just so wholesome um and uh you get to see like this like interesting backstory with tonko and his and his dad his his skeleton dad his skeleton daddy but uh um that was a good review that's very dragon quest like to like do uh that kind of like heel turn and uh the ending with the lava uh what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like he just swam in that lava like he's like gurgled all that lava into his mouth so i was like okay that's cool but um uh i don't know how much we'll talk about it but i think uh me and matt will we'll, we'll make some, some say some stuff in the media roundup if we find anything really interesting with dragon quest but uh yeah overall decent show uh fuck you kaya for saying it's a saturday morning cartoon that's boring I, I still disagree I, dude, with I still that. stand by it i 100 percent still stand by this comment 100 <laughs> percent. you voted low on akadama drive Fuck you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, yep. Uh, so we're going up to number six, uh, Majo no Tabi Tabi, The Journey of Elena. Uh, it peaked at number three. I believe it peaked number three a couple of times uh, for, I think, like the wine episode. Uh, definitely the, I think, episode nine with the time yeah, travel. The that time was travel like a on. really crazy episode for them. But um, Lance, how do you feel about uh Majo no Tabi Tabi as a whole and uh yeah. yeah yeah you know when I look at the entire package of uh Majo no Tabi Tabi I think it's a really good show um and I think yeah the sixth place I'm not surprised by I think uh um it it probably wasn't the best show because I think we we've had our issues with it we've had our issues with Elena as a protagonist um it, I think like the the general like um non-chronological episodes um it it was good but also at times it could hurt the narrative too i felt like um just being disjointed and not having clear direction um but just a general like for what it is an episodic like um disjointed story with uh going to a different country each time it did its job and it was wholesome and it was light and it had its funny moments it had some good action scenes. I would have loved to see some more action scenes. We finally got that in the last episode, which I was pretty happy about. Holy shit, um, yeah. Elena versus Elena. That was pretty yeah. wild. <laughs> um, but all in all, like, I think it was a good show. I, I was really impressed with it. I, I remember being blown away by the first episode. Um, the subsequent episodes didn't always, like, hit that note with me. But I've, I've had, like, a pretty good time with um, Elena's journey. Do you guys feel like if it wasn't so all over the place, like it was a very linear timeline, you guys would have enjoyed it more and it would rose up the ranks? I think the one thing that uh, bothered me was the time travel episode and we didn't it didn't capitalize on Elena's um, trauma from that. That would have been a great opportunity for her to uh, j- like show maybe like a fall and then a rise again of Elena and like her love for adventuring, her passion for meeting people and uh, um, getting to know the country she goes to visit. Instead, we immediately jumped away from that. And I'm assuming fast forward in time to when Elena is already emotionally healed. So we didn't get to feel the impact of that. We can piece it together in our heads, like what the timeline is and what, what might've happened when, but um 
uh, I feel like that was a, a misstep for them. And I would have liked to see, at least in that, the this last quarter of the anime, like have a structured narrative. The only structured narrative we had was the island of incest. And that was <laughs> very like... Yeah. It, was okay. it wasn't really like great of a connection to begin with. Just like, yeah. hey, we, we visit the same town that Fran and Sheila visited like but, twenty years ago. Whoop yeah, <laughs> everyone got together finally. All the characters were together in one spot, but then they—I still don't think they capitalized on it very well. No. Uh, how would you guys feel of uh, Journey of Elena guy season two? Because the way it ended with uh, Elena bumping to amnesia uh like uh-huh. it kind of like sets up like hey there's like more journey to become uh would you guys watch a season two of journey of elena if it's the same way as it was in the first season i might actually skip it um i feel like i've had my film of elena's it. journey um and if it's more the same i don't know if i i'd, I'd stick with it because i feel like what i got from season one was everything yeah enough from this anime okay i i i feel like we a collective as a group feel the same way uh Mm -hmm. but surprisingly uh you know maybe not surprisingly but we actually feel different than uh, a lot of uh, people in the community um going back uh uh to the anime corners ranking board uh for the fall season as a whole uh journey of elena came in at second place so wow really a lot of people love journey of the elena um but uh that's what surprised me that's why i asked the question like if you guys would like it better if it was a linear storyline because to me casual anime fans like the disjointed timeline and like these episodic episodes like would kill casual fans like absolutely because then they'll have to think too much and uh you know, casual fans like no, no me thinky, me see fight, me see turning me arc. That's all I need. And like you know, like it's very simple. And like Elena wasn't simple in any way, shape, or form. Uh, but people loved it. People, 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 people put it second place. And uh, I, I assume they're happily waiting for a season two if that ever comes out. So you know what? I'm happy that people like this anime because I do think it it has a lot to offer. I, I think um, as far as like storytelling. The only other one I can really think of that uh, comes close to this kind of concept of uh, would be uh, Kino's Journey. Of course. Um, but uh, I mean, this kind of uh, this kind of just fantastical world, um, just slice of life traveling, I think is great. Uh, I would love to see more uh, different takes on this genre. Yeah, I just I just need more character development. I think that's like the biggest thing I, I yeah. take out Majinal Atabi Tabi. I feel like that was also like the point is to not get attached with Elena as a character. Just enjoy the places she goes and the people mm-hmm. she sees. And exactly. then like the, the kind of like um, uh, surprises that she encounters. Um, so, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Well, that is... Uh the final chapter in the journey of Elena for us. Uh, so we're going to move on to number five on our list. Kamisama ni Natahi, the day I became a god. Uh, it peaked at number two. I think it was uh, like weeks, weeks ago that I peaked at number two. I assume it was the uh, the the mother episode um, where the, the the dad and uh, yeah. uh, Izumi uh, like, uh, were like trying to 
reconcile uh, yeah. reconcile and like get past their the mother's death um but how do you guys feel about the the final episode and then the, the just season as a whole for kamisaba as a whole i thought the first seven episodes were like top tier anime quality the last the last five episodes i thought were pretty average like the last episode in specific i thought wh- why are they still trying to film when she's in this condition i was like yeah. fuck the movie and just try to live happily uh, well i think it was like the idea is like one they didn't like they didn't ask her to do anything they originally had her signed up for right like the script changed completely for her yeah so when she just like walked across the the hallway like whoever did the editing if it was sora or like they they hired someone outside that's like a fucking five million dollar budget Holy that crap. they had on the, the editing. editing was out of control <laughs> out this, of control like, this home project that they just did yeah uh, they were like, submitting it to like um the <laughs> tokyo amateur films <laughs> yeah like fucking like 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 sato like literally just walked down the alleyway but then it looked like there's this castle and then the guards were there and then like all this dude, like dude. stuff was breaking and like shit was falling and i was like what the hell is going on <laughs> like, what is going on um but i think overall I, f- I feel completely opposite i know you voted this like third place matt and this is like one of your favorite ones yep um but i'm kind of like the complete opposite like i i thought the first seven or eight was like like was like it was funny you know but like i really wanted more and like the last couple episodes didn't fully give it to me but it gave me like the idea like it could have um and i think i blame it on my perspective on my like perspective like oh it's like angel beats you know just the same guy that made angel beats same guy that made charlotte you know i was expecting like a tearjerker and it took too long uh to to jerk my tears Oh, that sounded weird to say. <laughs> Thought it sounded better in my head. Um, and no, you're right. It just—I don't know. The final episode was like good, but it just wasn't enough. I don't know. Um, you know, I think the so it had like a a funny start. It was very wacky, and the whole point was to uh, pretty much slam the door in your face. Like you're having a good time. You're laughing your socks off. And then they hit you with like the hard, like the hard narratives, like the uh, reconciling with your father. Um, your your best friend has an illness that will basically t- rip her from you. Um, it, so I know why they set it up that way. I didn't like looking at it as a whole. I didn't like it. Um, I, I think. I think this anime is definitely one of the prettiest, and uh, the studio. Uh, they know their stuff. This is a beautiful anime. Yeah, PA works killed it this season. Yeah, yeah. Um, great music, great um, effects. Uh, the voice acting, like out of this fucking world, Tanjiro and I mean Iroha as yeah. the main characters. Like, you, what more can you ask for? But then, like the narrative, I felt like it was just. Um, it, I can't say it was rushed. I, I think it was just the timing was off on a lot of things and the final episode it it left a bad taste in my mouth personally i was not a fan of that last episode it was a little bit too convenient for me even though it was a bittersweet ending uh sato is never going to get her um full memory of her full functions back Uh, she'll never be the girl that um 
that uh, Narukami uh, fell in love with or got to know and his friends got to know so well. But it also felt like after all the massive hardship that he's gone through to like um, to try to bring her back, I felt like she actually came back a little bit too easy. Like she went from don't touch me, don't look at me, I will freak out if you try to interact with me. And at the end, she's hanging around with um, uh, everyone, Ashura, like, yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Go ahead and hang out with me and, and, and laugh, laugh loudly around me. And she was like, not at all reacting to him. Like, I, I don't know what the time frame is, but I feel like not too much time passed between no. Narukami bringing her home and them wanting to finish the movie. Like, I kept, I could not shake that idea. Like, she should not be this well adjusted. It should, it's going to be a very painstaking long road. And it just wrapped up a bit That's too conveniently for well. me. Like, they didn't mm -hmm. capitalize quite on, like, just how tough things are going to be. I thought, like, like the when she's about to leave with Narukami, and she was, like, saying she loves Yoha or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like something clicked in her head and made her more like open, like I guess. Yeah, like go back to how she was. That was yeah too convenient for me. But like, mm -hmm. I, I I get why they did it, right? Like it was supposed to be kind of like the a um, little shining hope. Yeah, because she because it made it seem like oh she f she was already comfortable with with uh, Narakami being there because the moment he leaves then she like everything like disappears and like she freaks out right like yeah. the whole thing about like her throwing his picture underneath the bed wasn't because she hated him or she doesn't want to remember him it's because i have the real deal right in front of me i don't yeah, need so that don't picture need anymore picture. so she already was having him in her thoughts for a long time now because I think she threw that picture away like two episodes ago uh, before the finale. So uh, she always uh, wanted to be with him. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. It just felt rushed. It, it felt like the creator wanted more than 12 episodes. But they were like, no, you only get 12. If Akadama can do it in 12, you can fucking do it in 12. It's like, this is one of these kind of things where like original shows don't get the benefit of more than a one season and it could have been fleshed out better like it just like too much fooling around at the beginning and then it just kind of like sputtered at the end so um but it is what it is beautiful show uh still a good watch um and uh we'll look forward to uh his next work wherever that may be so hopefully a better tearjerker so i can cry <laughs> like a little bitch so jerk the tears yeah jerk my tears uh, but we'll be moving on to number four uh, on the list. Muno no Nana, Talonless Nana. Uh, this show has been up and down uh, this whole season for us, but it has peaked number one on multiple different occasions. That power spike level uh, at the 18 minute mark really caught our attention uh, for most of the most of the season. But um, it landed in fourth place. So we'll hit with Kai first because I believe he is the high point man at uh, was it second place. Uh, how'd you feel about the final episode of Muno Nana, and how'd you feel about the season as a whole? Dude, I fucking hated the doggy girl the whole season. You like, did the whole season. I did. I hated on her. I shitted on her. I was like, man, I hate her. 
but every like like the last three episodes just she kept getting better and better and better and then oh man at the end where she I, I, i'm assuming she dies she's like she gives up her life for no no and like oh man it was like heart-wrenching because like uh, yeah. But see, at the same time, I'm also upset because we didn't like this. Literally, this anime was like a, it's like a bait you into reading the manga type of anime. You know? It is absolutely. It's, it is. It's like, oh, yeah. it's like we need to boo. We need to boost our ma- manga sales, so we're gonna make yeah. this anime. I feel like we're not gonna get a season two. That's what ninety five percent of animes do. Like they'll mm-hmm. give you the season one, and then you gotta read the manga, and then, hey, if you sell enough manga, maybe we'll give you a season two. Maybe not. I Just kidding. No get no life. Not yeah. Origami though. The dream yeah. true. <laughs> well, I mean, Origami is way too popular for that to not happen. But yeah, yeah. I, I definitely agree. Um, and it's funny, like we were like it wasn't just Yukai. We were all on the Michu hate train uh, at yeah. the beginning. But um, yeah, we all jumped off. She redeemed herself. She redeemed so herself. Well. I'd never seen such a quick turnaround from like probably one of the worst characters in a show to probably one yeah. of the best characters in a show. Like, yeah, it was such a quick turnaround. Like, um, uh, we're doing like an award show for the for the fall season, and uh, one of the categories is uh, worst character, and Michu was like a unanimous decision in that. But this I final episode made was that like group. For Michiru. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, that's right. That. You you fuck suggested that. worst character as as a yeah. category to put Michiru yeah. in there. Yeah. Just for and Michiru. Look, yeah, and look at it now, dude. We had to erase it. Now we gotta figure out someone to replace her yeah. replace her spot now. Cause uh <laughs> how can we how can we say that she's a worst character? She gave up her, her life for Nana. Which I don't know about you guys, but it didn't really look like Nana took that like fatal of a damage. She kinda took like one shot to the gut, two shots to the shoulders. I was like, uh, is that really like... I, I don't know, death? Peter. Do you want yeah, to test that theory? Too. If you would survive I mean, yeah, being stabbed to. twice in the back and then once in the shoulders, like... I think I have like enough fat to survive. Arteries there. True. I mean, like, if you hit something, like, really, like, uh, important, then, yeah. But, like, I don't know. Not as, like, a trained assassin. So, kind of, like, uh, I don't know, but... Yeah, um, like, they could have what you're saying is they could have given her like a more like she's gonna die wound yeah like i was just like okay she's like stabbed to death but it's like that eh, she really was I-, I need a better graphic on that so um yeah but a great like way to like end the season on a high note though i guess even though there's a lot of questions uh, we didn't even get answered. to see the supervisor make it all the way to uh, the yeah end. oh no wait, right no i think he called her we saw his boot he's on yeah, his way he called her yeah um but we'll never if there's never a season two we'll never know exactly what this we'll guy looks know. like yeah. um does nana like start a re- like a rebel alliance with Jin? uh is gonna join like i like, mean, what's that, going on it seems to be like narratively you can see the breadcrumbs crumbs of him of nana like slowly you can see her like turning her allegiance in the future right um mm-hmm. just like it starts off with like oh let me just help kill you uh just have Kilya help me catch this killer and then the next time is going to be let me protect Kilya. yeah like, exactly easy like it can just spiral into that direction so i really like this episode how they ended with Kilya actually and nana working together 
Yeah. I the cat and mouse game we were hoping to get didn't happen, but at least um it ended in a way to kind of fix all that. Cause I remember that was a huge problem for us throughout the whole season. Just like, hey, where's that Kyoya Nano battle? Oh, never mind. Nana just often killed another guy in Kyoya. It's like fucking running around in circles looking uh, for any type of clue. But uh Yeah, it didn't end up being much of a cat and mouse game. Or like the the mouse just got away and the cat just could not keep up. It was just not yeah, Jerry, really. Pretty much. So but um yeah, I man, I if there's ever a season two coming out, that's definitely I'm definitely voting that back into the top ten because like I have to I have to see the rebellion. I have to see like uh how Nana truly feels now, right? Because now like the one friend she had ever in her life is now gone. Yeah. Like does she like look for revenge? What direction or? does she go? Yeah. Does she exactly. become vengeful or does she become True. like change her mindset? Yeah, um, so there's too many questions to ask but maybe peter will have time to read the manga and uh then not tell any of the guys <laughs> so, maybe well, see, like novel, well i guess the manga it's is both. also airing too yeah or uh, releasing yeah. too it's both um, yeah well one thing i can say about muno nanana was it generated a lot of discussion on this podcast like every week we would like the theories dedicate, yeah just decades so much time Conspiracy. to like, theories and like uh, analyzing what the characters were thinking and doing so you know kudos to that um nana yeah. was definitely like the talk of this podcast for many weeks yep i definitely agree um and hopefully in a future uh podcast uh, season we'll we'll continue talking about Mono nana but uh we'll move on uh this is the top three uh we're almost there guys uh these were the best three animes uh that we thought for the fall season uh, we actually have a tie for second place. Um, Tony Kaku Kwai and Ikubuku Westgate Park both scored uh, 31 points, I believe. Um, looking at uh, the vote system here uh, for Ikubukuro, uh Kai, Lance, and myself fourth place. Uh, Matt at first place. And then <laughs> and Tony Kaku, third place for Kai, second place for me and Lance, and then sixth place for Matt. So uh somehow all that together we still end up with a tie at the end <laughs> fucking confusing a mathematical miracle confusing scoring system that i put here and i don't know if anyone noticed um for the viewers at home and even like the guys here me and lance scored the exact same we 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 both voted the exact same <laughs> top to bottom one through ten is is, oh is a mirror God, image. you're right like when i was like calculating it i'm like i'm like oh wow this is like easy because i'm like looking at my left here i'm like oh look oh I'll see. I'll, I'll yeah see i think that's kind of funny up. that uh you and me at the very end we finally agree because i i know like throughout the um yeah these we were weeks, like, like complete opposites like, yeah we've been like top and down um up up high and down up, low down like, down low yeah, sideways any which fucking, way yeah okay. <laughs> yeah so, yeah, so i think that's really funny <laughs> we came to the same conclusion absolutely the same votes but um yeah so we somehow uh couldn't avoid a tie uh but we'll go with ikibuka westgate park first and we'll go with the high point man of matt uh you gave this first place this is your favorite yep. anime of the season i know you love the final episode of ikibuka so let us know uh what you think about it the final episode i thought it was like the perfect summation of the show and the, the overall the season has been very consistent i think 
Yeah. Like yeah, some highs and some average, but the ending is what sold me to put it to first place. Well, what about the ending really like like give you just like that? I gotta give it first, like no matter what. Just how um like I, I seriously thought Makoto was dead. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would have been so pissed if he was dead. <laughs> but then the, the, the trick he did with switching the guns, I was like, holy shit. I was like, yeah. I, I was I mean, glad that it was a happy ending. He used everyone that he's met in previous uh, like episodes, right? Like just to yeah. kind of like accumulate his final act to to save Ikibukuro. Um and it was it was fantastic. Uh, Kai, how'd you feel about uh, your man, dude? Onion ass guy finally dude, coming back. He finally back, dude. I was so ex- like when they were saying when they when they, when they video played on the stage, I was like, no way, it's the Onion guy playing the video. <laughs> and I saw him. I forgot what his name was, but Onion. It's man. Onion ass guy. Yep. Onion ass guy. That is his name. My prediction correct. Yeah, looking at the prediction board. Hey, you know what? Kai gets that one correct. Hell yeah. So, congratulations on thank getting you, that you. correct. Thank um, you, thank you. And yeah, I just, man, this season uh, was was great. Uh, surprisingly, uh, no one else thinks that way. Like, we, I feel like we're the only four in the world. I don't know why we keep choosing animes opposite of like the. Uh, the anime community, but uh, they did not like Ikebuka West Gate Park. Um, I wonder if it's because it doesn't look very appealing uh, at face value. Um, but they scored a 23rd place in the anime corners ranking ranking board, so uh, it was very low. <laughs> um, not yeah. enough cute anime girls, like think. Like, what, what do you? Why do you guys think Ikebuka wasn't a more mainstream anime for this season? I just think that most people um, are not a bunch of Asian weebs that have like a strong affinity <laughs> for Japanese culture because that's like one of the strongest appeals of Ikebukuro is it, it's that it takes place and it uses its setting as like almost like a main character mm. that they're in like uh, what is it, like central Tokyo like yeah. Uh, so that is a big focal point. I don't think most um, anime fans like have exactly like that strong interest when they look at Ikebukuro I know that um, when we were voting on it one of the biggest attractions to us was it's set in Japan oh um, absolutely Kai I gave most, it like he, like final like top points because of it he basically convinced <laughs> all of us like this is definitely worthwhile so and it was I think it was great but I, I think most people who don't have that interest they look at it and they're like oh it's just a bunch of gang wars um, I'd much rather watch a cute girl on a witch's broom fuck, fuck people up with like <laughs> magic and and, yeah. and uh, be cute and wholesome um, so I, I that's what I think at least is why um, there's like that disparity between um, what we think of Ikebukuro and what other people do yeah, I guess we just have a more uh, refined, degenerate taste for anime. <laughs> so. Jesus Christ. Because, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, we, we think this is what's higher than, like, you know, Yashihime, you know, like, uh, Inuyasha's, like, predecessor. Last Crusade is supposed to be, like, the romantic drama, Romeo, Romeo and Juliet, the, like, the, the decade or whatever the fuck people want to fucking call it. So, God, um, that's not even the Romeo and Juliet of, like, the fucking fall season it's just yeah i know no, we so got romeo like, and juliet it's just 
<laughs> it's just so surprising. I'm so. done. Done talking. <laughs> I'm done. Um, done. Um, but yeah, so uh, Ikeburgo Skate Park. If you haven't seen it, definitely give it a watch. It definitely hit first place on our boards for many multiple weeks. Um, it was fighting for first place a lot just because uh, the characters are amazing. Makoto uh, definitely deserves to be in the best boy category. Um, and yeah, Ikebukuro is such an um, uh, such an interesting place to... Ikebukuro psycho da! Yeah, so uh, yeah, so please give it a watch and let us know what you guys think about it. So, but uh, moving on to the other uh, second place that got tied with uh, Tonikaku Kawaii. Uh, our residential rom-com of the season. Uh, looking at everyone's votes, uh, pretty high up. Ty's third place, uh, me and Lance are second, and uh, Matt's at sixth place. Uh, so gave it a good, cool 31 points, and we'll hit with Lance, our little uh, rom-com uh, expert. <laughs> Officiato? Yeah. Just, I like that. <laughs> um, yeah. But... A little cum stainer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> look, uh, Tony Kaku, it, it did everything right Hands with down. this genre. <laughs> it's just, like, immediately became one of my favorite rom-coms, period. Um, I haven't seen... I don't see too often, like, this kind of show where every single character is funny like everyone yeah, is awesome absolutely. not just mm -hmm. the main characters the main characters of course like nasa and tsukasa they are like stellar they're just absolutely like brilliantly written couple super wholesome super relatable um but then like the side characters i think they're like super special like this show would yeah. not be anything without kaname aya and I, I love Nasa's parents. They only showed up for like the faintest of seconds, but they are just like just such <laughs> amazing, relatable, <laughs> Good stupid ass parents. Yep. Like, yeah, definitely stupid. Like, just ass, the most yeah. cringy but lovable parents. Um, I, I can't I can't praise the characters enough. Like they just hit it out of the park. It's not the prettiest anime, of course, because it, that's not the that's not what the genre is about. The genre is about making you feel. Um, like the love this yeah this like vicariously feel like this love that the characters are feeling and yeah i felt it it was the, the writer knows his stuff about yeah. relationships and like what like what is like the true beauty of like having someone close to you it it was a good show absolutely um kai i know kirito and asuna are always going to be number one couple in yeah. your heart but where yes. does nasa and sukasa land uh in your list of top couples of all time do they even come close to scratching kirito and asana there i would say they're in the top five not that i know any other five other couples i don't think they deserve <laughs> but, top three like, yet. in that range you feel yeah they don't deserve top three yet but they're pretty up there because they are wholesome they're cute they bring up they you know they kind of complete each other in a good way um i specifically i don't know if it was the most recent episode but i like that line where uh like uh, she talks about how she cares about him 
Like if he was like a ramen blogger eating ramen like three times a day. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, oof, it hurts. Because Kyle's like, would, they can be me. <laughs> she's like, you know, I'd stop you because that's unhealthy. And I'm like, oh man, it's wholesome. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. she wants his, his well being, and she'll do every, anything she can yeah. to, uh, to accomplish that. So yeah, uh, uh, I'm I'm extremely happy that you guys love this show like i've been reading the manga since the get-go um and just seeing the progression from uh the start of it to finally get an anime and now the manga is popping up even more uh he's getting a lot more reprints and just like overall just like it's it's great to see and i want this movement to continue not just for uh tonikaku but for rom-coms that are being created in the future like we're done with this like i gotta like go after this girl for 100 chapters or 200 chapters and then finally get her at the end and then we're done i want to see the relationship now i want to see like the the other side of things and like see how they go through life and how to like, go over obstacles or like how do they like continue to fall in love with each other because um like i i don't know to me like this is teaching how a good way to how to fall in love with someone or how to keep loving someone even after supposedly you're bounded by marriage kind of thing it's just like it gives yeah. a better perspective on love that i think a lot of people uh get confused why by when you read any kind of form of media it's like oh i gotta be like this hot shot and you know once the girl falls in love with me don't deal get that puss every day right and just like no no yeah so much things to work on and this was uh, such a refreshing series because you know like love isn't like the destination is it's the beginning yep absolutely and I, I like that they they kept they had that theme and they were very loyal to it we keep we keep saying that every week they're super loyal to the theme and they they stick with it they don't ever like go off uh branch off from it they know what it it's, is yeah absolutely stay in his lane and really try to teach you uh the importance of uh, marriage and, and love so uh i'm really happy uh that you guys like it hopefully a season two might come out there is an ova that is confirmed uh, i believe it's coming out in a couple months very we'll definitely watch that i think there might be a trailer out already if not i did see some screenshots of it uh it is i assume a very steamy episode uh so we'll oh yeah definitely gotta be, man. oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah so we'll definitely <laughs> see um how that one goes and hopefully that would give it more reason to do season two so um but moving on uh to the number one spot the final uh man on top of the hill he this show has been fighting to stay on top uh for so long now with muno no nana and Tony Kaku Kawai and Ikibukuro all trying to like take it off of its uh if it's top top dog spot, but finally landed. Jujutsu Kaisen is number one on our list for the fall season. Um <laughs> I believe that gives me a point on the prediction board as well. <laughs> Get out of here. Get somewhere around here. Cause I did not say that Jujutsu Kaisen was gonna be number one. Yeah, Jujutsu Kaisen will end up number one on our list at the end of the season. Yeah, we'll <laughs> that from the start. 
You didn't know that, Mr. Number yeah. Fifth Place. <laughs> Fuck no, you. I just wanted it to be fifth place because because uh, it was just uh, skewing my numbers, <laughs> skewing my fucking numbers. We knew it was gonna be first place yes. from the moment they announced yeah. it. Come on, yeah, oh, please. Just like how, just like how we had the thought that high, um, the the high school got up high school would be first place, but it was doggy doggy doo doo. You know what's surprising? Yeah. I don't know why I keep saying surprising. It's not surprising. It's, it's we, we we have a also a, this this shows another one that we uh, are the complete opposite on uh, most of the people in the community. Uh, people don't really like Jujutsu Kaisen that much. They think it's very uh, bland at the beginning. The characters are boring, and there's nothing that really happens in this show, and there's nothing great about it. Just a very average shonen uh, anime, and Fucking it's just like heathens. Like it baffles me. Like there's so many shows in this in this top ten that we just disagree on with the rest of the world. But um, Kai, how do you feel about Jujutsu Kaisen? You were the man that had your doubts for most of the I season. Did, I did have my doubts, and, you, and it got better complain. and better yeah. and better and better. And I'm like, damn. There we go. Every baby. episode has been really good <laughs> it's like one week on jujitsu kaisen it did, it did take me it did take me like five <laughs> five episodes to get there though yeah it did yeah which i don't blame you it wasn't like that first five was like a super amazing out of the ballpark uh absolutely must watch tv kind of thing but uh established characters established like what the world is established the power system that it has and then like now you're finally getting to reap the rewards uh, yeah. at the end of the at the end of this first core first half of the season so um anyone else has any final thoughts about Jujutsu uh, Kaisen I remember I I said this would be the first place by the end of the season the reason why it didn't give it the first place is because it's not completed yet true the first season that's true yeah that is true it is still going on um I think it is confirmed now Jujutsu Kaisen will be taking a break this week uh, and a, another break next week as well. So it won't be back for two weeks. Uh, January 15th is his new uh, start date for the second half of the first core. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's it's still a lot to be done. I think the key visuals are out for it. I think it's a tournament arc uh, key visual. Literally Toto and like his class or his school or whatever versus like uh, Itidori in his class. Uh, so it's a lot to look forward to. Uh, and yeah i i'm i'm very excited to uh see like of more battles because we i we got a taste of it with uh mojito and uh itadori and nanami so like now we get to see it in like a more like full-blown tournament arc so uh are you guys excited for that oh yeah definitely um if there's one thing this show did uh okay i that's not a good sentence. One thing this show did well. This show did everything well. I, I, <laughs> I cannot believe, like, anime community does not agree with you. How could I have not uh, known about this anime until right now? Like, it blew me away. The first episode blew my socks off. Everything else went flying after that. Every episode, <laughs> um, like the f the fighting is beautiful. The characters are super lovable um they show up for like one scene and you just they the writing perfectly establishes the characters and you fall in love with them junpei's mom showed up for 10 seconds and i immediately fell in love with her 
So oh my god. Shh. I, I can't stop Mwah. talking about her Jupe's freaking mom. Yeah. Um but I mean it was great. And there's a lot to love. More. Yeah, there's a lot to love. If you guys think it was boring, you guys hate it, uh keep keep listening in, keep watching us because we'll keep telling you how yeah. wrong you are. Drink that haterade, so. guys, if you don't like Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Hey, like. if you, you hate us because you ain't us. So that's it. There we go, baby. Um, but yeah, there we go, guys. Top down, one to ten, fall season. That is our power rankings. Uh, let us know down below uh, how you guys feel about it. Do you guys feel like it should have changed? Do you are you gonna give me hate mail that Last Crusade deserves to be higher up? Is my is uh, is our friend Johnny gonna send me uh, hate messages and DMs that Yashihime should have been higher up? He probably will. He, he already uh, has. Yeah, I think he's messaging me right now. Actually, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but there you go. That's the fall season. But we are not done yet. This is a mega pack episode. Uh, the for the final episode of this year. Now we're gonna dive in to another top ten, but for the winter season so Woo! we did it we did it all over again guys we watched all the trailers well most of the trailers of all the anime uh that is going to be released in the winter season uh just to give you guys a little like uh how things had worked um i chose about i think it was about 22 23 animes uh for the guys to vote on i omitted some uh, there's a lot of second seasons, uh, multiple season animes are coming back for this winter. Uh, but not all of us have watched every single, uh, one of these shows. So I took them out because it wouldn't make any sense if we were doing that. Uh, but don't worry. We still have a couple of, uh, season twos on our top 10 list. Um, but the rest of it, all completely brand new to us. Well, well, for the guys, not me. And we have no idea what's going, what's going to happen in these seasons. Um, so we're going to give you guys our first takes on the trailers. We're going to give you guys any predictions that we may have uh, to put on the prediction board. And uh, yeah, so we'll jump into the winter board. Uh, we'll go bottom to top. Uh, basically, uh, the ones that barely made the cut and the ones that destroyed the ranking uh, system points uh, that I had set up. Uh, thank you, Kai, for that. Uh, but <laughs> hey, first you, up, you did it too. <laughs> no, you voted for me. All right, we'll get to that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. first up at tenth place, uh, coming at sweet fourteen points, uh, the low tier character Tomozaki Kun. Um, this is. I'll read the synopsis for you guys real quick. Tomozaki is one of the best gamers in Japan, and in his opinion, the game of real life is one of the worst. No clear-cut rules for success, horribly balanced, and nothing makes sense. But then he meets a gamer who's just as good as him, and she offers to teach him a few exploits. Um, so we just watched uh, a couple trailers for that, uh, and Lance is giving me that look like he's ready to go. Uh, so we'll hit with him first. Your first impressions of uh, low-tier character Tomozaki-kun. Well, it seems like someone like really liked that meme um, you remember, it was like, oh, real life. Uh, it was a good game. The gra <laughs> it was the, the graphics are really good, but the gameplay was shitty. 
(laughs) (laughs) And then someone took that seriously and just made a whole anime about it. It reminds me of, um, and I'm going to keep saying this about every rom-com about a disillusioned young man. Origairu. This is fucking Hachiman again. Except, uh, okay, with that new trailer though, when they introduced all the characters, it kind of reminded me, especially with the visual flares, it reminded me a lot of gamers. Um, Have you seen that one? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it reminded me a lot of that. It was, <laughs> it was pretty awful. Yeah. So, that actually was a red flag to me. I was like, oh, shit. Not that. Not uh, this again. Uh, from, from, <laughs> from what I read, I've only read the manga, and the manga is like barely a volume uh, large. Uh-huh. Uh, it's way better than gamers. That's for damn sure. Um, I sure hope so. And it had a good start, uh, but... It's uh, not saying much, though. <laughs> Yeah, it's not saying much, and it's only one volume out. I never read the light novel, but apparently that no- light novel is like amazing, uh, in a sense. So, uh, yeah. Now is this I, like I amazing, know. like Last Crusade, amazing, or is this amazing? Like nothing is as amazing as Last Crusade, amazing. <laughs> no, nowhere near as amazing as nothing. Last Crusade. Yeah, but um, yeah. So how about uh, how about you, Matt? Uh, you <laughs> you were the sole reason this even got into the top ten. Uh, so. Oh um, no, the the artwork kind of reminds me of a Silent Voice that movie. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was pretty okay, nice. Um, Are you like excited about like the plot or anything? Yeah, I, 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 whenever I see like gamer stuff, that usually ranks high in my book. Oh man, you should watch Gamers then, dude. I did see that. And did you what like did you it? Think of it? Uh, maybe the first two episodes. Oh, thank goodness. Out of 12, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, that's like, you know that what? That sounds about right. I, I only like one moment from that show. And it was the when they were playing the game of life in the blue, gir- blue girl's house. And then the blue girl found out that her online friend was the main guy this entire time. Uh, Yeah, Lance is giving me that look like he just doesn't even like fucking register in his head right now. Yeah, it's not registering. I'll, sh- I'll show it to you later, Lance. You, you can stop hurting <laughs> no, yourself. I, I think I watched like maybe half of it. It happened within the first half because after the first no. half, I kind of turned my brain off and I just watched <laughs> it for completion's <laughs> sake. I didn't really pay attention. Uh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, we'll move on from that. But, uh, yeah, so this is like uh, one of two rom-coms that we have in the top 10 uh, for the winter season. Uh, hopefully this would be good. This is kind of one of those ones where like it's gamer, gamer guy, really popular girl, uh, popular girl tries to help the gamer guy. And in return, he like helps her, uh, in gaming and like pro tips or whatever like that. So it's kind of like give or take relationship. And obviously it's like this weird, like, Hey, he's a nerd. She's popular. They don't mix well together, but they actually have more in common than you think. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and at I, the end, I, it's always it's gonna be. I didn't really want you to teach me about gaming. I want you to just be with me. Oh no! Oh no! Lance did the kawaii like <laughs> like he- <laughs> hand resting on shoulder, like head turned forty five degrees. <laughs> oh man! Uh, I got charmed for a second. Um, but yeah, so hopefully this will be good, uh, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, so next up uh, at the number nine spot heaven's design team uh we gave it another 14 points on that one as well uh this show is the the synopsis is in heaven's animal design department designers create a variety of new animals daily while contending with the unreasonable requests of their client god this series answers questions such as why can't unicorns exist 
What makes an animal taste delicious? What's the most powerful creature in the ocean? And birds versus snake, who would win? And with that kind of unique synopsis, uh, we'll hit it with Kai. I believe he is the most hyped for this show. Uh, yeah. What are you expecting from this show this season? I'm ex- expecting a lot of trivia. Like personally, I, I love a lot of like random trivia, especially in anime where there's like some smart, like one smart character that just spews like information that's like, oh, well, that's actually interesting. But like, I'm assuming or I would like th- this anime is just that like times 10 or just a comedy plus random facts about animals. Yeah. You do love those random facts about animals. I remember like one night you went off on me about pandas and like how stupid they are. Like, yeah, I mean, and even I, koalas, you they're fucking stupid too. Yeah, yep, <laughs> there you go, see, there it goes. Um, yeah, I'm also pretty excited about this. I think it's just like, how can you not love animals? Like like in, in any way, shape or form. I feel like- Exactly. This is one of those shows where like you just learn about animals, but in such a weird like setting. Like the fact that like there's a design team for creating animals <laughs> and and god is like your like literally like client to like hey i need this type of animal in my world like go ahead and make it i'm too busy to do it like so i'm outsourcing it to you like <laughs> such a weird like office worker concept like i'm still working nine to five but i'm like i have the best job in the world by creating animals uh for earth so uh, really interesting. The director is actually the same director for Bunny Girl Senpai. I highly doubt that would matter in any way, shape, or form because of the the difference in the, these two shows. But uh, 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 he did great on Bunny Girl Senpai, and let's hope that he uh, does really good in this as well. So, all right. Next up on the list, uh, we have number eight, uh, Hortensia Saga, Horror Saga. Uh, came in at a sweet 15 points. This is, I think, the first time we're watching uh, a video game turned into an anime. Uh, uh, ever? I don't, I don't, I don't remember any other time. Maybe like other than for me, Persona. Uh, but those don't happen very often. But uh, this one apparently is really amazing. This game is, I think, is a MOBA. So a lot of people uh, know all these characters and love of the story, but. Um, for, you, for those of you who don't, here's the synopsis. Hortensia Saga is a medieval fantasy tale of war and chaos. Three years ago, the king was betrayed and murdered by one of his dukes, who then rebuilt the kingdom into his own. But now, the original heir to the throne has secretly come of age. Hiding in the guise of a man, she and her loyal band began the quest to save her homeland. Um, so, we're headed with Lance because honestly, this feels like Fire Emblem. Sounds like Fire Emblem. <laughs> and i don't know any it looks like fire (laughs) emblem and i don't know any bigger fan of fire emblem than my man lance so take it away i mean just looking i've been saying for a long time that if fire emblem got an anime i would watch it i think that was like episode four of this podcast we we, (laughs) we said that (laughs) yeah um i don't see fire emblem getting an anime time soon so Hortensia Saga, you, you're going to be it, man. Yeah, I, have, yeah. I gave myself one shit ticket in this voting process. I would give it to an anime that I was like, this could either be good or it could be a total dumpster fire. And I said, you know what? I'm going to give it to Hortensia Saga because I, I feel like it's either going to be 
really fantastic. We're going to have like another last crusade and I have something to just be really mad at for letting <laughs> me down. <laughs> so, Oof. so uh, yeah, I'm excited for this one, one way or another. I want to see what they do with um, a video game. I'm always interested to see what they do with video games. Um, sometimes they're great. Um, sometimes they're Persona 5, the anime. Um, so we'll see yeah uh, I got you back on this one I mean we both gave it the full points at 5 so uh, if this is a sack of shit uh, I mean we will get shit on for the whole rest of the season so I think what might help too is that we we all know this game so this will be our first look at it we can look at it with unjudging eyes as an anime not as a adaptation yeah, adaptation of a video game yeah because that's tough that might help yeah yeah um but i i'm actually pretty excited i'm always into like the fire emblem theme fantasy uh like just kind of like it's very simple it's basically like uh like the original fire emblem like marth like it just yeah, like it, the, his country the, gets taken over and he like slowly tries to take it back pretty much very similar yeah yeah so i'm excited the theme song the fucking opening and the ending uh, it fucking slaps slaps yeah slaps and uh, i'm excited uh for it so uh yeah okay next up on our list at number seven is uh scores 16 points from us uh mushoku tensai jobless uh reincarnation uh the synopsis is killed while saving a stranger from a traffic collision a 34 year old neat is reincarnated into the world of magic as rudius gray rat a newborn baby with knowledge, experience, and regrets from his previous life, life retained, Rudius vows to lead a fulfilling life and not repeat his past mistakes. Now gifted with a tremendous amount of magical power as well as the mind of a grown adult, Rudius is seen as a genius in the making by his new parents. Soon, he finds himself studying under powerful warriors such as a swordsman father and a mage named Roxy Milgurdia all in order to hone his apparent talents. But despite his innocent exterior, Rudius is still a perverted otaku, I mean who isn't, who uses his wealth of knowledge to make moves on women who could he never make in his previous life. Um, I want to start off with this one because like, I tried to sell you guys on this one and you guys didn't look interested at all. Uh, somehow I was still able to get, <laughs> get you guys to vote it into the top 10, thankfully. Um, but this somehow. is probably one of my favorite, if not favorite isekais. Uh, uh, stories of all time like this storyline is so great uh, especially midway i don't know if it's over give, get to midway because i think it's only slated for 12 episodes um but this kid's amazing uh the characters are very well written and the action i'm hoping is pretty good one of the trailers was like very cg like but it still looked really good for a cg um so i'm very excited for it um how do you feel about it, Matt? Because I, I always have a hard time selling isekai to you, and you just watch a couple of trailers of uh, Mushiko Tensai. So, like, did that change your mind in any way, or are you, are you still going to be like, fuck you, Peter? Yeah, the first trailer I didn't like, but the second trailer is more focused on the people instead of, like, the creatures. So I thought that was more interesting than the first trailer. How, how about uh, Lancer Kai? Do you... Do, do you guys trust me that this is a good isekai show to watch? I always trust you, dude. 
but I'm always going to call you out on it when you fail. Wow. You, like, like I just see the little middle finger that's like slowly popping up from the bottom of the screen for Kai. He's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I trust you, <laughs> but I just uh, uh, I can't stop it from coming up. Well, I think it's interesting. I think we might have our eye candy of the season because um, aside from like the characters, these churros really wanted to show off like the landscapes of this world. Like just how beautiful, like the the places that they'll go. They'll go to like the the raging seas. They'll go to like the like these glistening mountains. Yep. Um, yep. So I'm I'm pretty impressed with um, uh, at least the animation quality. Uh, and I saw a lot of CGI for like the fighting in particular, but it looked pretty fluid. So yeah, uh, I'm definitely sold on that. As far as like the premise, I mean, we've seen like if you've seen like one dude get first. run over by a car, then you've seen a dozen dudes get run over by a exactly. car <laughs> <laughs> who are big fucking perverts. So yep. otaku needs <laughs> anything. They didn't show that yeah. off too often in the the uh, the trailers, but I mean, the synopsis like half of it's dedicated to how this dude's like a virgin who's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like who's like a pervert. So I, I'm expecting some comedy. Um, yeah, uh, along with like all the fighting and like the magic of the world, so it, it sounds like it has a pretty good balance of um, or a little bit of everything. Yeah, so. it's um, yeah, very good balance. Like to me, I think what the hard part was when I was thinking like how they're going to do the season is like I, I don't think it's going to catch your guys' attention the first couple episodes because it's very like. You know, he gets hit by a truck, blah, blah, blah. He gets reincarnated and then he's a baby. So, he's like learning that, hey, I'm a grown adult in a baby's body kind of I thing. I find that an interesting concept that yeah. you're not just like you yourself are be- are getting sent to a- another world. Like he's actually taking over and start uh, like a baby or he's being born into the world yeah. to start all over from scratch. And I don't think we see that too often in Isekai. So, that- No, it's usually like, like a complete hey, reset. Yeah, one for one. It's like, I'm just going to drag you from point A to point B. Yeah, Cosmo, you're just going to go exactly as you are into this world or um, yeah, uh, Subaru. Yeah, so literally any, every other like popular every isekai. Other just, like, isekai. Um, so, this yeah, is so, a, a fresh take on that. Yeah, so I'm hoping like the first couple episodes is going to be like him growing up. So, it, it I don't think the impact is going to be so amazing. Like what you saw in some of the trailers where... Like there's a lot of fighting or like him combining magic together and stuff like that or all the pretty animations that we saw um in one of the trailers so but i'm hoping i'm hoping he gets to it i'm hoping it's more than 12 episodes because uh that's like a really good heel turn um like one fourth of the way and i don't know if the anime will have enough episodes to cover that now unless you just rush through everything which could be a possibility too but um mm-hmm. i'm very excited and i hope you guys like it and uh yeah uh moving on to the number six spot uh project scarred praetor no kizu or scar on their praetor um the synopsis reads project scar depicts the encounters and battles of those who have tattoos which possess the sealed powers of divine beasts and gods the story is set in a akatsuki special zone a lawless zone in tokyo helios are those who use the ability of the tattoos to protect the city Artemis are committed to maintain security and control while this having strong commercial motive and the public security special service and SCARD staff of the Metropolitan Police Department. They live through their turbulent days to keep on going. Um, so we gave this a good 17 points. Uh, like, yeah, like four points, four points, five points, four points. Yeah, we, we were really intrigued uh, from the trailer. 
Uh, I want to hit with Matt first. I'm very curious because uh, the animation is not up your alley in any way, shape, or form, <laughs> from what I know about you. Um, but you gave this uh, you gave this high marks, so I'm kind of curious what you saw that felt like this could be different, or you felt like you could actually start liking these kind of animations. Um, just like the sci-fi aspect of it, and the what's it called? The it looks like real footage like it doesn't look like animation mm. like oh, yeah. like a mocap is that where you're like trying to go at yeah like someone actually like uh, did you the mean like the environments themselves captured. right because that's what yeah, i know the, environments, like, I like yeah. the actual oh. environments looked extremely realistic mm-hmm. um yeah just like it just feels like a really hot boy band uh, fell into an anime setting and then now they're just like cool cool motherfuckers um how'd you uh did anyone else have any like thoughts or theories on uh what could possibly go on in the show i mean it's just the hottest j-pop group sweeping the nation uh, it's uh it reminds me of a lot of final fantasy 15 just a four boy bands boy band yeah. boys on four adventure, hot guys yeah. swinging their swords and guns in this lawless wasteland yeah uh yeah i i'm interested to see like because they, they did a lot of like gun shooting and stuff like that but it's like this gotta be more than just like that it's gotta be some kind of magic or it's like you know like you said it's like kind of similar to final fantasy 15 so it's gotta be some kind of like interesting superpower I mean, uh, these they have the powers have. of divine beasts and gods so i'm pretty sure there's gonna be some uh, like conjurings yeah. and summons oh, no. or possibly here comes god of high like. school oh yeah. no <laughs> oh no get it away oh, from no. me look just as um, long as they establish outright that there are gods and stuff and they don't just surprise me halfway <laughs> through like god of high school did i think we'll be okay true 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 man but if it, i i want to do the research later i was saying this while we were watching the, the trailers if this is like actually all the voice actors are boy band members and they just like we're so popular that they just like you know what will make you more popular we're gonna make a superpower action anime uh with you guys singing the opening and ending and also voicing the characters i i wonder if that was the the thought process is this because i mean look at these guys they're so pretty lance thought one of them was a girl for like for a hot for a hot minute so um yeah, don't tell uh, me that dude does not look like a girl. You know the one, some guy in the middle. I know he's right in the middle. I'm looking at him right now. He's right in the fucking middle. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> let's see how a it goes. Halo braid around his head. What the <laughs> fuck? Uh, we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, this like you know what this might be a trendsetter kind of thing where like if they they do well, then uh, any yeah group maybe of boys, maybe you'll see Lance wearing a Halo braid around his head. Maybe huh? we'll have maybe. a Power Hour anime, and the four of us would be singing and dancing and killing people probably not but you know we can always dream all right keeping the train rolling we are at number five for this top 10 winter uh uh board so uh Urisekai picnic other side picnic um her first encounter with toriko nishihina was on the other side after seeing that thing and nearly dying ever since that day exhausted university student sora kamikoshi's life's changed in this other world full of mystery, which exists alongside our own, dangerous beings like the Kunikuni and the Hashi, Hashiku-sama that are spoken of in real ghost stories appear. For research, for profit, 
And to find an important person, Toriko and Soro set foot into the abnormal. Um, this is the same director as Steins Gate. Uh, this is also a novel, so I like absolutely have no idea uh, about this at all. The trailers look really crazy and very sci-fi and mysterious. But uh, let's hit it with Kai because um, he loves Steingate and like he literally said the first two seconds of the, the trailer that it looks like Steinsgate and it was like a still image of nothing uh, but he thought the Steinsgate so it, let's uh, it, let's hear from him what are your first thoughts on this show dude so in the trailer they have like they animate a screen of a computer and that is so Steinsgate to me but I don't know personally Steins Gate is one of my top favorite animes of all time. Um, it is. It is. And it's 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 just the twist and turn that Steins Gate gave me in the feels. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for this Udusekai picnic to like, like just stab me like from the front <laughs> and just be like, oh, God, not like this. And, you know, I'll feel good about it afterwards, you know? I think... Um like piggybacking off of that like that feeling that you might get i feel like one of these girls is gonna die like i i i i have this like weird like inkling that the blonde girl is gonna die at the end and then the glasses girl has to like uh live without her because i it looks like they're gonna fall in love with each other it's like this weird like yuri uh angle that they're going at but i feel like the blonde girl is either gonna like get killed or like sacrifice herself at the end um right right before they solve the mystery or right when they solve the mystery um you know what i'll put it on the board i was like kind of like going back and forth but i would put it on the board our first one for the winter season uh the blonde girl uh sora will uh i think she's probably the university student uh she will die uh sometime in this show so um but any other uh ideas or uh impressions uh, from the show before we move on what i don't understand is from the synopsis it says for research for profit and to find an important person um obviously i mean they're gonna explain that as the anime goes on but like that i didn't see any like hints of that kind of narrative being in the trailer the trailer really kept it super mysterious and didn't give like really anything. any anything Unless they're saying in Japanese, in which case I that went over my head because there are no subtitles. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, our resident Japanese, did you catch anything uh, from the trailer? Plot relevant that they were talking about, or because it sounded like from what I was hearing from them, it sounded like they were mostly just shouting each other's names, like in like a concerned manner. Yeah, there wasn't really anything a plot related. Yeah, it was just about it's just clips of the show anime. So that tells me super mysterious, mysterious like yeah. usually we see in these trailers they give uh there's usually a trailer that gives out like a lot of like the plot relevant information so this tells me that this studio has something to hide so i think kind or of like, like the, the, only something. Thing, the only thing they said that caught really caught my attention is that they like uh they searched like they the, they use the word kinsaku but it's almost like they googled something they shouldn't have Mm, so they like stumbled into the other world by accident yeah yeah they they saw something that they shouldn't have they like searched something they shouldn't have that's why the whole screen in the beginning is like a search bar almost like they're just 
it's like typed and then that's when they say they search something they shouldn't have mm-hmm. all right very mysterious uh i'm i'm highly looking forward to it we gave this a 19 points so uh this is a highly anticipated uh mystery roller coaster ride that uh we'll get to ride so we'll see how this one ends up i'm sure if it's the director of science gate this this should be we should be in for a wild ride so all right moving on to number four on our list hori mia is the other rom-com uh that we have on our list um Synopsis reads, although admired at school for her amability and academic prowess, high school student Kyoko Hyori has been hiding another side of her. With her parents often away from home due to work, Hori has to look after her younger brother and do the housework, leaving no chance to socialize away from school. Uh, meanwhile, Izumi Miyamura is seen as a brooding, glasses-wearing otaku. However, in reality, he is a gentle person inept at studying. Uh, furthermore, he has nine piercings hidden behind his long hair and a tattoo along his back and left shoulder. By sheer chance, Hori and Miyamura cross paths outside of school, neither looking at the others uh, at the other aspects. These seemingly polar opposites become friends, uh, sharing with each other a side they have never shown to anyone else. Um, I'll start this one off because I know this one. I read this one. I'm all caught up on this one, and. I've never seen this type of hype from a rom-com ever. Like, I know Lance's Origaru was so amazing and this is the best rom-com ever. I totally understand. I agree with you on that. But the hype on Horimiya is insane. Like, absolutely insane. When I started reading this, I didn't realize how popular uh, this this story and this rom-com is. But uh, people absolutely will kill other people uh for this uh this story um i re- i think it was a couple years ago there was an ova that came out uh for for horimiya uh, and it was hella jank the animations was horrible but people loved it because there was a potential that they could get like in a lot of people's eyes their rom-com like favorite rom-com ever like this is everyone's on their like if you gotta read something you gotta read this this is everyone's to-do list um i personally don't feel that way it's good uh but i'm curious to hear what lance thinks uh about potentially the rom-com of the year even though this is the beginning of the year you know i i just watched the trailer and i just can't help but like just feel a smile like creep onto my face this looks like a gorgeous anime and the way that um the the trailer had a certain mood to it the way that they they present the characters the the lines they chose to to reveal um that the characters are saying to each other especially to hori um it gave me a certain feeling um similar to kokoro connect um and the synopsis kind of reminds me of that too it's about um uh now kokoro connect is very melodramatic um it's <laughs> the kids have very normal issues but they take it very seriously and you have to keep it in the context of this is like a an awkward teenager who has to deal with these issues that you know in retrospect they're not that big of a deal like the the i don't know if we've revealed what hori's um uh problem is aside from looking after her brother if that is her problem that uh that she's like hiding from other people but um the idea is still kind of similar to coconut that the the characters all have um they have who they present themselves as and then they have an issue that they are hiding or are ashamed of or 
are like hurting from that mm-hmm. they don't share with most people. Um, so immediately I felt like a connect with that on uh, this anime. Like that really appeals to me, that kind of concept of um, characters who have to, or they have an insecurity that they hide. Yeah. Um, and and being with each other uh, helps yeah. them cope yeah. with it or Having in any others, way, shape, or form game past yeah, it. Let's them be stronger than how they would be alone. I, I really yeah. like that kind of story. Yeah. Um, so I'm pretty excited about this. Just looking at the trailer, I, it got me excited. It's yeah, it's a lot more beautiful than that OVA that came out for it. Uh, Cloverworks is the studio that's working on it, so we know they'll do good work, uh, especially in like the rom com setting. Um, like I just want to preference for the people out there because I'm assuming like literally everyone knows about this except for the three guys here. Um, uh, like. I'm not saying that I hate it in any way, shape, or form. I just think that it was great up until a certain point. And then it just kind of like fizzled out for me. And I don't think it deserves that much uh, credit like it does for some other romance comedies or romance dramas like Ori Geyer, where I felt like from start to finish, uh, everything had a reasoning, everything had mattered. Um, this one is like it was like man what a great start at be- at the beginning i thought it was the rom-com of a generation uh I was, of the and, generation of a generation i felt Damn. that strong about it but it was also one of those like it was one of the first rom-coms i ever read like that was when the time i was starting to read manga on a daily basis and that was like one of the first ones i chose and it like blew me away really this I is did- an old series then 2015 20 16 oh okay not that old then like i remember watching like kokoro connect like that was like my first that was like, like 2012 right <laughs> rom-com that i watched from start to finish i think that was like 2012 13? or so 13 Something maybe like that. i remember um, like barely out of like high school yeah uh i wanted to just check with you peter because this is the same thing that got me on kokoro connect there's a comedy tag there and there was nothing funny about Coker Connect. It was sad most of the time. Okay. Is this actually uh, funny? Real quick, uh, before I answer your question, uh, it started in 2011. So it's been out for a very long time. It updates okay. extremely slow. So um, what you see is what you get. I'm glad you pointed it out. Um, I didn't want to say anything if you guys didn't notice, but uh, this the, the trailers don't exactly portray the atmosphere that you'll see in the anime okay um, i i didn't get that at all that's why i didn't want right. to like i don't want to feel like i was like you know like telling you guys and then you guys are like oh well i want to find out for myself or whatever or for anyone else out there but i don't understand the trailer's reasoning to make it seem like there's like some kind of crazy drama or like someone has cancer or like there was like a very like ominous like something bad is going to happen to okay that's uh, exactly what i felt I, right? f- I got a lot of like drama vibes from that trailer it's the music <laughs> the like music i love i love the music the in, that, they chose. in those three trailers and the lines they chose was so You're very like, like very concerned impactful. lines yeah but um like me and i'm sh- i know for sure the rest of the anime community that knows where Mia would like huh what 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 is this? This is so I'm like, assuming there's a big plot twist. Um, that's what I'm saying. So like the beginning, and then the there was a, to a certain point where it was like it was super good. Like there was some drama, obviously, because it's like romance. There's always some drama, but the comedy was good too. 
And then really? to a certain point, it kind of just stopped and it just kind of like flatlined. So it was like, it, it never like pushed the boundaries. It kind of just like, it kind of went a Tony Kakua route where it's just like, um, they knew exactly the formula and they just hit the formula over and over. But it's never like it goes up, like something amazing happens or something bad happens or it never goes down either. It just kind of knows where it's at. But that's what to me is like kind of boring in a, in a sense to hmm. where like, when I compare it to Horikairu, I'm like up and down. I'm just like a roller coaster ride, but that's what I expect from a story where like Hori Mia was like roller coaster at the beginning and now I'm just like, like flatline. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just like fucking uh, dead in the water kind of thing. So that's why I can't really put Hori Mia at like the top. It's, it's in like top 10 uh, for sure uh, in terms of like rom-com of this, of, uh, of this kind of genre. That's like, um, no harem, right? Like no silly like harem tactics or anything like that. It's just like very good old fashioned, like 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 you said, kids have with insecurities that they find uh, solace in each other to help support them. But uh, in no way, shape, or form, I think you guys would be like, like like I don't know, like Angel Beats or like Charlotte or like fucking Anohana, okay. uh, like like, where like our heart tears. just like is splitting. Yeah, exactly. There there would be some parts of like, oh shit, that really sucks, kind of thing. But I don't think you guys would be so heartbroken that uh, uh, you'll cry. I don't know. Maybe you guys will cry. I've seen you guys guys cry for like a lot of stupid shit. So um, oh yeah, we'll, no. we'll see how it goes. I've cried over dumb shit too. So yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited for you guys to watch this, and I hope looking at the trailers, I'm hoping it's going to be amazing so uh yeah all right so we're almost at the summit of this top 10 uh winter anime board coming in at number three promise neverland season two for sure we would never leave this off our top 10 list we almost did because a certain someone didn't even come close to watching uh anything i was going gonna watch it but (laughs) he finally watched it yeah. I mean, he gave it the full points, even though he haven't watched the first season yet. He just believed in us. But yeah. uh, Kai completely watched the whole season in one, literally one day. He literally just sat down for like 12 episodes and just watched the whole thing through. Um, we just watched the trailers for season two, Kai. It's still fresh on your mind. Yeah. What are you expecting uh, from uh, this new season, Promise Neverland? Okay. All right. <sighs> I don't know how I would put this on this prediction board, but man, all the little kids, I feel like they're going to die. In particular, any kids or just like a majority? Like because, okay, because they brought all the bunch of kids, right? There's the main three, you know, the 12, 11 year olds or whatever. And then there's, you know, all the bunch of like the smaller, a couple like of ten six, year olds. five, you know, the six yeah. year old, five year old, whatever, eight uh, year olds or whatever. I think the lowest is eight. Yeah, I think all eight the, years old. Yeah. All the little ones. No, because they don't bring anyone that's younger than five. Yeah, but so, I think eight was yeah. like the the youngest one from what I, my memory was. So, but yeah, so I don't know. Are they all gonna die, or are they gonna also learn how to like survive? Are they gonna hunger games it out? Like that's what I'm curious about. I also think not all of the what they call demons are bad from watching the trailers. You know, there's probably you know people that are indifferent. You know. Just like, oh man, humans are cool too. You know, we yeah, just look don't different. Farm you know? them up. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Give me, um, give hope- me a percentage on those kids. Like, how, how much do you think those kids would die? And I'll throw it on the I prediction think, board for you. I think seventy-five percent of the kids are die. Seventy-five percent. All right, got yeah. it. That's going on the board, baby. 
right. Uh, uh, like, well, let's, let's make that like 70 to 60 to 70 because like, um, I don't know how many kids there are to begin with. Okay, we'll 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 fine tune it once but you uh, least, see the at first least, episode. At least at least more than half will die. More than half. I think that'll be better. All right, I'll put yeah. more than half for you. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyone else? Uh, in this season alone, or by the end of the series? In this season, in the in this forest arc, I guess. I think by the end of the series, we can look at a massive like seventy five percent wipeout of the kids. But I feel like in this season, maybe. I think we're gonna lose like two or three. Wow. Okay. Like put, only a handful. Like to really traumatize the them and make them think we can save everybody. If See, we'll have like a few casualties along the way. I think dude, by the end I, we're gonna I'm have a slaughter. I'm imagining those demon things just being like, "Oh look, a kid!" Just. Rah. I have a Gah. feeling. Now this this is like the fucked up idea. I had the same idea that those demons are actually not so bad. They're actually nice. But I had like this, just like this, like kind of twisted thought in my head. Like they run into the demons, the demons corner them. They say, you know, we're actually not that bad, but we can teach you uh, how to like survive in this world. We can share with you our knowledge, but uh, it'll cost you. Pick one of your, one of your people and we're going to eat them. Mm, and then ooh. they're going to look at each other and they're going to decide. And if you don't Spicy. pick this kid, we're going to kill all of you. <laughs> that's okay. the kind of fucked up shit I, I expect from Promise Neverland. Okay, okay. I, I like these theories because because uh, I read I read it the whole way through, so like I know uh, what's right and wrong. But your guys' theories is really interesting. I'm really uh, curious to see like uh, when 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 it like does or does not happen. Like how how you guys react and like if the theories uh, start changing in any way, shape, or form. So. Um, Really interesting. I I still believe this is the probably the best arc for Promise Neverland, uh, in the from the from a manga standpoint. So I'm really excited to see uh, everything that transpires. Uh, Matt, do you have any uh, last last words? My theory is that Dawn is gonna die in this season. Wow! Did did I just get three predictions out of you guys for one show? Like fifty percent dead from Kai, only two or three kids uh, die, and then like Matt specifically one character uh dawn is gonna die can i Who's? can i get a confirmation uh the the darker kid the darker skin kid oh yeah he's, yeah he's who i had in my mind as one of the guys who will die okay okay uh am i getting confirmation from all three of you that's what you guys want to yeah. put on the prediction yeah. board yep. yeah oh yeah no that kid he's toast okay 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 definitely for sure that's uh, going on the prediction board Ooh, this season is gonna be spicy so uh okay we'll move on uh to the second one all right uh coming in at second place uh 114 points um i gave these guys a max max five points each to get uh, uh the max points 20 and uh i got five 99 from kai and five and five so uh Excuse thank you me? Kai, for stealing wow. well, why did numbers. you have to out me like that oh well either i out you or the visuals and the video would out you so either way uh you're fucked so <laughs> uh but 114 <laughs> points we are absolutely excited to see the second half of this uh, second season core of re-zero uh if you guys uh haven't watched it or uh, don't remember because it has been a while um there's a lot of questions still left unanswered who who is rosewall truly what is his plan 
um, how is Subaru gonna get out of his situation and saving Amelia? Because uh, he's he is stuck with her doing the trials and that passing. Um, and will we see Echidna uh, and the rest of uh, the witches again? And so uh, many questions. We, so many questions. But does anyone have any theories uh, as to answer any of those questions? No. I, Kai says no. <laughs> Kai, give me buck teeth. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know anything. Like, honestly, last season, they just gave you so much more questions without any answers. True. That's very true. Like, That's not true. We know Garfield is uh, the half brother to um... Shark Girl. Yeah, Shark yeah, Girl. But yeah, but was that really important though? Like, yeah, it literally, is. Literally, out of like what the twelve, thirteen episode, like at least six of them were the same shit. It's like uh, she's me a harmy with the endless AIDS, dude. Same episode, <laughs> same oh, shit. No. Oh fuck! What that, a comparison. This was not as bad as Haruhi. Oh yeah, it wasn't as bad. It How wasn't as dare bad, you but, say that? But it's it's literally the same shit. <laughs> actually like that's the, literally the word the same this, shit this has to be kai's like fifth place anime like it's gonna be so good <laughs> but he's gonna keep giving it fifth place into a certain part of the season i absolutely <laughs> can see it now even though he's the one that scored the highest out of this out of all of us in this fucking show i can see lance shaking his head it was it's because like, he has it. such high expectations that he's gonna like sabotage himself and get disappointed <laughs> <laughs> hopefully we get a lot of answers i mean uh, they had to do a part two for uh hurry zero so they're really gearing up to i'm hoping a very good ending of season two i don't think this will be the final season in any way shape or form uh but we shall see uh but any other thoughts uh before we move on i mean this is i mean all things considered this whole scenario with amelia being trapped in the the sanctuary it is all an entirely like just a small little droplet in the bigger narrative of the story. Like we still haven't had like the like the the emperor the, the ruler um elections yet. Oh like, my god! Remember? We were trying to get back yeah. to the elections. We were, it's like imagine like going on a road trip and then like. You think like the destination is oh let's get to las vegas but then we make a pit stop to go drink water and then we're stuck at that pit stop for like two seasons <laughs> or i guess like and uh, two, we uh, show up in texas for no reason yeah like a 24 episode season and no we're just stuck at that pit stop and we're trying to figure out how do we can get to vegas so it, the story is just totally derailed right now yeah oh man that's crazy I, I totally forgot about the fact that like we were at the beginning of that season we were talking about elections and like this is uh, we're trying to get back to yeah. uh everything that we had before but yeah we've been stuck in the same place for a long time so uh i guess we'll see how it goes uh yeah so we're finally back uh to the top of an anime ranking board uh dr stone came in at number one 178 points we have given it uh i did not give the 69 but someone wrote 69 for me uh 99 from kai and then five and five from lance um so yes 170 points from all of us wow uh the most highly anticipated anime Stonks. we are looking forward to in the fall season dr stone uh what are you guys uh expecting from uh, watching the trailers of season two i expect it to be good 
Okay. Well, it is good. Yes, <laughs> it will be good. I you also know, expect it to be good. It will be good. You know, imagine just being so starred for good anime from this fall season, like literally being our Saturday anime watching and just being like, oh God, what is life anymore? <laughs> and then you, you get like this, this treat, this feast of Dr. Stone being in uh, top 10 and our top 10 ranking for winter. And I just feel so happy oh, to I agree. be alive in, in this generation. <laughs> like, wow, I love shit. Dr. Stone. I thought it's it like was a like. a for you. Yeah, straight up. Like, I saw freaking, uh, what's her name? Uh, Hokaru, um, the, the main blonde girl. And I was like, her fucking oh. eyes are too wide apart and she has oh big sucking lips. <laughs> so what is up with the character design? <laughs> but then we watched it and I was I was just blown away. It story is, too yeah. good. It, it, the story is good. It's educational and not Wholesome. in like a and not in like a oh, I don't really care that much. I was like, you actually make learning fun, Senku. Yeah. And absolutely. He's a cool teacher. Fun. You've been a cool teacher. Taiju's coming back. My favorite character. I'm so sad that he left. Senku! Senku! I love, I love my dumb himbos. Love them. <laughs> and he's like I, one of my favorite himbos. I'm really excited for you guys. This is another one, just like Promise Neverland, where I felt like this arc uh, is going to be... It's still the best arc um, to date from the manga standpoint. This is a little weird, though. We did kind of leave off in the middle of the arc. Uh, from yeah. last season if you guys remember we were fighting sukasa uh for supremacy of uh science versus uh man i guess um and we never fully got the conclusion of that so i think now we will get the conclusion like maybe the first couple episodes or first half of the season and then we'll continue onwards uh with the new arc but um i'm highly excited for you guys to meet the new characters that they would uh revive from the the revival fluid you guys already commented uh dick sucking lip girls um <laughs> there's the, the archer guy uh the one the yellow uh garb and stuff like yeah. that and a couple other characters that really nice like hat. yeah i i think you guys already love the cast but when all these new characters get uh, like you know assumed into their roles i think you would like by far love the cast even more like this cast is really huge and uh there's a lot of lovable characters uh in this show so um any other like ideas or predictions i'm excited i don't have any ideas or prediction i'm just excited of what they're gonna make next like every episode was a treat figuring out what they're gonna make next yeah and, and like how and little like, resources they've had to yeah to exactly make, it's like some fucking ridiculous bullshit thing like making medicine or whatever and then they're like in this stone world and i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah <laughs> and know? and yeah senku's back at it again man uh and he would we're still trying to figure out the was it the the mystery behind the petrification uh mm-hmm, beam, mm-hmm. right that like petrified everyone so they will continue to learn uh, as they go and as getting new comrades and new enemies along the way uh where does that uh answer lie uh and senku will be the one to find it out hopefully so um anything else for um, any of the animes i'm trying to figure out like what stuff. kind of inventions he's gonna make um for this season. i don't think you guys are figuring did it he out make, to be honest did he already make the katana um last season uh yeah yeah mm-hmm 
He did. Okay, yeah, I forgot about that. So I was like, holy crap, Kohaku's got a fucking sword. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I feel like the next thing that he's probably going to make would be, okay, he's made radios. He's made yep. blacksmithing. Batteries. He's made glass, glasssmithing. He's made, yeah, he's made basically uh, electricity. Yeah. Uh, made, like, like a, a really like, yeah, like an old <laughs> yeah. age smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, Car, dude. Vehicle, dude. Oh, yeah. Transportation. Yeah, transportation, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm thinking, um, I think a helicopter would be pretty <laughs> mind-blowing. That if you could make some kind of like one, you know, maybe like those one-man, um, uh gliders. gliders yeah oh that'd be cool yeah all right uh i think you guys would be very happy there would like i think the ventures would be a little less because right now we're in the middle of a war kind of thing but after the war i think you guys would like uh fall back into the yay senku mm-hmm. senku's physics class 101 and like start learning again uh, so. i want senku just make a fucking gun <laughs> that mean hmm could be Eight shots in the Who back knows? of the head of Tsukasa. Yeah. No, that's not going to be enough. I'm pretty sure his that dude is such a meme. I bet his skull is just going to absorb the bullets. Yeah, he probably just eat the bullets. And just you open need his to actually open. push him into like lava, lava, or and him. then he goes down Jesus with a thumbs Christ. up. Yeah. He's oh like- no. <laughs> I, I okay, can't well. see Team Science actually killing anybody. Maybe that's getting people on their side. I don't see death being a th- real thing in the show. Mm-hmm. Just don't get okay. that vibe. All right. We will definitely see uh, uh, what will happen uh, this season. But uh, that is the whole top 10 for the winter season. Um, it was very hard to choose uh, just 10. This is a very packed, packed, packed season of a lot of animes. Um, Media Roundup will have some of these uh, other animes that we didn't list in the top 10 just because it's hard not to talk about it. Jujutsu Kaisen is also sliding over there as well, so it's continuing. Um, but hey guys, get ready. A whole nother year of us, the We Power Hour guys, talking about anime, shitting on anime, and a lot more projects to come. But finally, this is all the time that we have for today's episode. Um, Thank you very much for watching this very long episode. Hopefully nothing bad happened to the audio. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> please uh, Great, you just like. fucking jinxed it. I, I know, I'm probably gonna oh, have to Oh no, it's, fucking, it's over, dude. Yeah, it's all over. Real nice. We're gonna have to redo this again tomorrow. Uh, oh, no. Please no. like, comment, subscribe, follow us on any of the social media, any of the podcasting apps that you're listening to. Uh, let us know down below what you guys would like us to talk about. We will try to fit it into the podcast. Uh, but other than that, uh, we are very tired. So any last words uh, before we leave? Akudama Drive, best anime of the season. I'm telling you. Aya, aya, aya. So good. And, and Last Crusade, the worst anime of the oh, yeah. season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, no, come on, it wasn't that bad. That's pretty Pre- fucking bad. Shut the I think fuck it, up. I think it could be best anime. Shut the fuck up. I would kiss you if you fucking say that again. Please don't. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.